0: Welcome to Week in Horror. gotta be fucking kidding. The only podcast that will feed your horror need.
1: The need to feed.
0: With JL. Yeah, I'm a fucking
1: masochist. I'll watch that shit. (laughs) Eugene. Somebody has to be the sex symbol. I'm sorry. Alex.
2: Shit, I just demonetize this forever. And
3: Johnny O. How do you like that shit? Got halfway through the monologue. (laughs) Before unmuting myself, golly, it's one of those fucking days.
0: <laughs> With industry guests. Hi, this
1: is Richard Oaks, director of host. Hey, this is Adam Leder, director of host. This
3: is Matthew Mark Hunter.
1: I'm Don Ineli. And you're listening to Week in Horror.
0: And you're listening to Week in Horror.
1: And this is Week in Horror. And you're listening to Week in Horror. Welcome to prime
0: time, bitch! News, trivia, and more. One
4: by one, we will take
0: you. Join our live show Wednesdays at 7 central, youtube.com slash week in horror. And wherever you listen to podcasts, week in horror. Stay scared. (laughs) That's right, it's week in horror. (laughs) 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 Welcome back, horror fans. It is Wednesday, a little bit past 7 p.m. Central Time. That means it's time for another episode of the Week in Horror Podcast. The only podcast that's in the pipe five by five. And this is the season two finale the finale of
2: season two. season fucking two it's season two. You, two finale can
0: you believe that shit <laughs> season two finale we we have so many things in store for the show tonight it's going to be amazing thank you all so much for joining us and for all of our podcast listeners who are out there you've got to get here and check out our live show here on youtube so you too you can interact directly with us with the show and win some trivia prizes of which we have a whole bunch to give away today Going to be a lot of fun this week. We are covering select films released in horror history, September nineteenth through September twenty fifth. Thank you all so much for being here. I am JL, and with me tonight are Eugene, Alex, and on his way Johnny O. Well,
1: What's up, everybody?
2: What the fuck is happening?
0: So, unfortunately, Johnny O is caught in traffic, and we had to get the show kicked off. So, but this traffic, is fine.
2: We, traffic, looking for my chapstick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to uh we're just going to go through the you know we we'll check see who's in the live stream tonight see who's in the live chat we're gonna say hi to everybody and we have some things we want to talk about before we dive into the movies but this is a big celebration we have completed two years of weekend horror horror. Well, about to as soon as we complete this episode it'll be two years completed but two fucking years of weekend horror here, here. Years, it's been it's that's the live when we get done with this one it is one hundred and four episodes, plus two if you count the two that nobody's ever going to hear—the two original episodes—but hundred and four episodes of weekend Horror*, twenty-two bloodbaths, twenty-two after-dark specials, the digital darkness that we have in there, and all of the cool know, behind-the-scenes stuff that is accessible to our patrons for the movies. Where, movies we made where we—I mean—we made a short film that's going to be made into a feature film next year. All of this because of you. This is two. This is what two years can do you. If you persevere, you work fucking hard, and you love what you fucking do. This is what you can do. So let us be the example. Push forward. And I couldn't have done it with you. I mean, if you know, I couldn't have done it with you guys without you guys. You, I, mean, I couldn't have
2: done it with you guys. You just fucking whole thing if, up. I
0: couldn't have done it without <laughs> you. I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little misty. And so, but, uh, but I couldn't have done it with you without you guys at all. Alex, Eugene, for making the time, taking the time. And, you know, coming every, you know, every single week and giving everything you've got. Alex with the schedule with the new kid. I know it's insane. and it's
1: fucking nuts.
0: <laughs> and then Johnny O coming in and helping us out. And just, you know, you guys have been fucking amazing. So two fucking years. Two years we've been doing this.
2: Isn't that insane? Two years. And look where it got me. I'm now in a fucking garage. It's 100 fucking degrees out of here. And i still coming to talk with you assholes because it's the
0: highlight of my fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. It is so wild. All right. Let's take a look and see who is in the live chat tonight. Uh, Charlie Welch says, "boop." Charlie Welch is first. Charlie Welch, one of our amazing patrons. As a matter of fact, let me kick that banner off so you can see who all of our amazing patrons are. Charlie we Welch We
2: by Charlie Welch. How we got you?
0: booped by Charlie Booped in the snoot. Um, thank you, Charlie Welsh. The only man on the internet you never make a bet with. Boomer is in the house. Good to see you, Boomer. I think this is Boomer's first time. Um, so good to see you, Boomer. Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely, and as I mentioned before, get your Google foo warmed up. <laughs> Stretch those Google fingers, because you're going to need them, because we have multiple prizes tonight. We're doing a trivia prize for every movie we're talking about. And I will show you pictures of those of these items because these are things that I that I'm I have set, and then we're gonna ship them out to you. The, you, know, it's, you know, the minute you win them after the show, but we have pictures to show you guys, so it's gonna be amazing. Uh, and the George said, uh, Pop by, said, working tonight, gonna watch when I can. Good to go. Thank you. And the George said, Charlie Welsh says, excellent in the Burns voice. <laughs> I- <laughs> Ivy Gentry's mm-hmm. in the house. Good to see you. I says, Ivy says, got my t-shirt and is wearing it. Fantastic. Nice. That's, that's what we love. That's fucking awesome with there. Ivy's won so Ivy has won so many of our trivia prizes. So, so many of the weekly trivia prizes. We've given so much away. Um Ivy will be right back. Uh Chris Durham, music channel's in the house. This week in horror. My guest for tonight's trivia question is Shirley Temple, because horror.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well we shall definitely
0: see if that is the answer to one of the trivia questions tonight. Good to see you is Chris Chris Durham. Commander Darklights in the house. another one of our amazing patrons. Good to see you all the way from Australia. Mr. Malord is in the house. I did check that. We will be mentioning what you uh, sent me on Messenger. Thank you, Mr. Malort, another one of our amazing patrons. Jinju is in the house. Good to see you. Ah, uh, let's see who else we got. sarcasm another of amazing patrons is in the house. Good to see everybody. Fantastic. Oh, there. Oh, it, oh, sarcasm says the trivia answer for Red State is Alanis Morissette. Interesting. I'm curious. I'm, I'm, yeah, maybe you never know. I guess we'll have to find out. Mm-hmm. And man devil is in there. ironic. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> devil is in the house of sarcasm. Are you sure that's not the answer for dogma? Ah, also a possibility. Good to see you, man devil. And Skits Crashers in the house. Good to see you. Thank you for joining us. NANA, another one of our amazing patrons. Good to see you. Bunch of people in jail. Oh, Johnny O fired. Not yet. Maybe. But not, but not <laughs> yet. I'll give the opportunity. Elizabeth Sylvester's in the house. Good to see you, Elizabeth. Another one of our awesome patrons. You can see down there in the banner below. Thank you, Elizabeth. Good to see you. And. I see. I think that looks like it. Sarcasm says half my wardrobe is now weak in horror. That is amazing.
1: Awesome. Same yes. here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I I just popped open the shirts like this, so I got my King Shaming Cannibal shirt as well. And I ordered it for Texas Fried Bear Weekend, but it didn't come in time. I was so pissed. It was supposed to be here on the ninth. It didn't show up to the tenth, and I left town on the 9th so I could make sure I had plenty of time. But yes, there's my King Shaming Cannibal shirts. I'm very. very- I'm going to need
2: you to throw those back up onto the page
0: yeah i mean yeah just, just this, feel like, this, a, this, like a
2: weekend so i can grab was, one
0: this was limited edition shirt number three so and uh soon and th- this is what's really cool you know next week begins season three and we will be debuting the new artwork for the season the season three cover artwork giving you know uh done by joshua Olson, our in-house artist we will also be debuting the the limited edition number four shirt which you guys have been requesting for the longest time so we'll be debuting that, and it will be the first shirt available in multiple colors, which is
2: pretty cool—not just black. So, look, at, look at us being progressive, yeah, yeah. Right, You
0: know, <laughs> and then of course, um, all kinds of I mean, all kinds of cool stuff is coming down down the pipe. There's uh, some kink shaming cannibals news coming down the pipe. You know, feature film stuff coming down. There's all kinds of stuff. So uh, we want to thank a big, huge thank you to all of our patrons for helping us make this happen. We couldn't have done it with without you guys. You guys have made this thing a reality. You allowed us to keep going and you allowed us to accomplish our dream, which was start making content. Like uh, beyond the beyond the podcast, start making like legit movies that we can bring you. So that is fucking amazing. Oh, uh, let's see. I, I oh, don't right. think I
2: don't think people fucking understand. Like you hear that all the time, especially listening to podcasts like, oh, we wouldn't have been able to do it without you. But like seriously, just that <laughs> one that one number that you add to the count at the bottom of people that are actually fucking paying attention is what drives this thing forward. Because if that, you know, view number was zero, fuck, dude, we wouldn't be able to put in the amount of fucking time and work that we do into this podcast because it would just be for nothing. But watching, you know, being able to come here every week and see the same names in the chat and have some conversations with people who actually share the same interest and shit is like, that's what keeps this thing going. So seriously, thank you guys for coming out here every single week it's the same people here you know hopefully yes. we can grow the community you know as we go forward but as of like right now you guys were here on the ground floor so when we take off in fucking five years and we've got a big whole thing set up just you can be there and you can be like listen i was one of the og people i was here i listened to them first we were there at the beginning because you guys are it you guys are the ones that were here
0: very first so mm-hmm. we'll always yes. we'll always remember
2: those names in the chat i promise
0: very cool, definitely. Oh, this is interesting, stuff. We have uh, so, and that's right, Charlie Welch is with Charlie Rel. Okay, so I was gonna, It was I wanted to be kind of a surprise, but yes, we have a group of individuals. Charlie Welch is one of them who are working on music for the King Shaming Cannibals. So, oh, our, sorry, our, I, didn't, I
2: didn't even know about this. Our, <laughs> I, I came wanted wanted up with keep, the fucking I, name. I, I haven't heard keep, anything.
0: I wanted to keep it a surprise. But it's actually happening. We have a <laughs> band that is a that is formed to do the music for the King Shaming Cannibal.
2: What are you talking? I want to play in the band.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Charlie will like Charlie says. I've written one King Shaming Cannibal song so far. Three more are in the works. So it's actually happening. That's actually I, happening. The, the band has become a thing. And don't 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 forget, they're gonna make a cameo in the feature. Yes. So they're, they're gonna so be you're there. Pulling
2: a, you're pulling a Euro trip. No, it's okay,
0: Charlie Walsh, don't even worry about it, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oops, he's like, nah, it's all good. No, you know, it's, you're, it's one, you're, yeah, you're one of the guys working on it, so you can say whatever you want. Um, here we go, uh, let's see, Chris Herbs is Charlie to go, YouTube <laughs> just notified me, we can horror his life, see you later, oh yo, oh yeah, never mind. <laughs> here we go, ah, oh, Mom is in the house, good to see you, Mom. says What's hello Globermom? everyone, been lurking, you can lurk all day, oh, I don't mind if it's you in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> all right is i <laughs> Sir totally agree with you alex it's the highlight of my week and even my girlfriend knows not to call on a wednesday <laughs> priorities right there she's like priorities. Fuck,
2: man, she's like I, I i think i'd rather him be cheating on me <laughs> I,
0: I bet he's cheating on me god damn it week in Horror didn't start at seven o'clock this <laughs>
2: why did it take you longer than usual
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, so a few things while we're waiting for Johnny O uh, to come in, but I wanted to go over a few things uh, before we dive into our moves tonight. So we had a big, big weekend, um, just this past this past weekend at Texas Frightmare Weekend. All four of us went out there. I came down, I, I came back to Texas so I could go. I was there for Friday and Saturday. I think we were, we were. I think uh, I was there Friday, and Saturday. So it was Johnny, Alex, and Eugene. You were both there Saturday, right? Yeah, correct. Right. So we went down there, and the reason we were down there is because, you know, Lloyd Cryer, founder of Text Farmer Weekend, he came on the show, and that led to the inspiration to doing a remake of Nailgun Massacre, which led to the short film that we did, the award-winning short film that we shot, oh, that Eugene directed, that I wrote and Eugene directed. And so now um, – what, what was it going Oh, yeah, so we were out of Text Weekend, <laughs> and that short was screening – at tfw so we we went out there to support it Neo, you know, check it out i can tell you right now johnny and i stayed for it we were able to stay uh unfortunately alex had you know prior engagement and eugene had an emergency to go take care of but i can tell you the audience reaction to Nailgun was fucking amazing
1: <laughs> <laughs> not the dick not the dick. It was great. It was
0: fantastic hearing people like, "No, don't shoot him in the dick.
1: Don't do it." And then,
0: but then other people were like, "Shoot him in the dick. <laughs> shoot him in the
4: dick."
0: And I wish, I wish you both had been there to hear just the, when the credits rolled, when it was like, "I prefer it if you stick around." And like this, people were like, "Yeah." People like fucking just went wild. It was fantastic. You know, it was the 1st when win-win when the killer first stomps the dude's head to death. And Just bam, people were like, Hey, and there was like, they're screaming about that, they loved it so much.
2: Give them the old dick twist,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was a lot of fun. But of course, I was there, I got a whole bunch of new autographs.
2: Fucking Jinju, hold on, what, what was that? Uh, no, I mean, you keep going, just I oh, said, Jinju
0: says it was really for Tony Todd. I was there for Tony Todd, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, there's Alex and Tony uh, Todd. Yep. <laughs> I unfortunately did not get to hang out with to to see Tony Todd because I was in Danny Trejo's line,
2: bro. And so, can I can I just tell a quick story? Because like the the whole thing yeah, was yeah, like, go for it. so Tony Todd line was like, I got there, uh, me and Johnny got there at the same time. We went in. JL was on his way, and Eugene was dealing with some other stuff before he came. And so we get there and we get in the line and we find out that it's it was like one, just after one o'clock. We find out that he's not really going to be around until like four. And so we're like, well, fucking dig in. And so we hung out. Johnny stuck it out the entire time. Uh, we got up almost to him. We we're like five people, fifth person in line. And he's like, all right, I gotta dip for a little bit. And then Eugene showed up, and or you know, vice versa, whatever. Eugene showed up, whatever. Tony Todd had to go for a little bit, and so we we're gonna be there for a while. So I'm with Eugene, and we walked around for a little bit, and I was like, okay, let's go, let's go find you, or JL. And so we go, and we're like, dig through the crowd, we find the door, and we look in, and the sea of people, JL's just standing. He's like, yeah, because they had to, like, go do photo ops and shit. So they had to bounce for a little while and come back. And so we stuck out for, like, three and a half hours to see our respective celebrities. But uh, I don't – Eugene, were you there when uh, Corey Taylor walked by? Or was that no. me and Johnny? No,
1: were, I, I wish I was there. No. Okay, I, so yeah.
2: I'm, like, standing there and, like, uh, I I can't remember. We were, I was going to find jail or some shit. I think we were done and it was me and – oh, no, it was me and Johnny. Because he said he's going to throw a water balloon at Corey Taylor. Uh, and so, <laughs> so we're standing That's outside the door. We're we're looking at the doors. There's one door where all the people are standing, and they're taking people from one door into another. A group of ten to go see Danny Trejo. And I look in the door. Danny Trejo standing in there. And some guy comes running. Out. He's like, "Get Corey in here because they got to like do their photo op or whatever." <laughs> and so all of a sudden, Corey Taylor just comes popping at, like a booth right next to me, just pops out from this booth and walks by, and that he walks Corey. right from me. Yeah. I
0: step up have to picture of Corey. I'm fucking standing in. there, and Corey Taylor just brushes
2: <laughs> up against her. I'm like, that was fucking Corey Taylor, bro. And he goes inside, and he, like, you know, daps up fucking Danny Trejo. I'm like, I'm in the right place. Like, this is definitely what I'm going <laughs> to do. This I got machete and here. fucking Corey Taylor. Like, yeah, we're, we're in the right spot. That was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: Which I was, was – uh, 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 It was I, just I, the –
2: the atmosphere was just fantastic. Oh, yeah,
0: I, I had I had time while you guys were waiting in the line. I was like, well, I can wait here. But then I was like, uh, you see, and here's another little story to go along about, to go along with that one. So the, there was only one person there because I've been around celebrities before. I used to do press, you know, uh, for a for a, for a website, and I used to interview celebrities all the time. Interview Carrie Elwes, interview Costas Mandalore, uh Norman Reedus, John Patrick Flannery. You know, people who were involved in horror films. They used to go out to TFW and do press. There's only one person I've encountered that's ever like intimidated me, where I've been like, "Oh, I'm kind of like that," and that was Tracy Lords. Okay, Tracy <laughs> Lords <Dude>. is intem- <laughs> is intimidating to me. Why? Because well, why? I because I will. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'll admit I have a very strong attraction to Tracy Lords. She's a very beautiful woman. I find her deeply attractive. You guys and should I have I seen how concerned.
2: hard Johnny had to push JL to go. Get I her was water.
0: deeply. I was deeply <laughs> concerned. Then I would go up and be like, oh, I'm going to get your, I'm going to get your autograph. And, like, and, she, and she, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, she's going to be like, oh, so who can I make this out to? And, I'm, and she'll look at me. and I'll be like, uh, and she's going to look at me and she's going to look at me and be like, this motherfucker's thinking of me doing the, I was like, no, I don't want her to see that in my face. I don't want her to see that. Just, you know, like, oh, it's one of these guys. I wanted to be cool. I wanted to be like, yo, okay, Hey, what's up? You know, like this, you know, give me get your autograph. Well, Johnny was giving me shit about it, and he told me that he would not let me live it down if I didn't go get <laughs> Tracy Lord's autograph and a picture with her, which I went and did. I sucked it up, buttercup, went and got her autograph on a picture that's currently hanging on the wall. You can't see it right now, but it's over here underneath Danny Trejo, and I was kind of like- And it
2: says right on it, JL, stop thinking about me with the cock, You're in my mouth.
0: Pretty pretty much, yeah. It's really easy. <laughs> <laughs> actually, she wrote, actually, she bite me which is yeah, funny. Close <laughs> so i was oh so, yeah so i was kind of like i just sucked it up and i went and i got it and i was like thank you i was thank you so much i've been a fan i could have said i've been a fan for a long time <laughs> i could have said that but i didn't say that so i was, was like i've been i'm a really big fan loved you and play love you love you and cry baby um not of this earth you know she's a bunch of cool stuff she's like, oh thank you so much i was like so glad you're able to make it out and, you know, with all the craziness, she's like, Oh, yeah, because we there were a bunch of people that had to postpone or cancel, just you know, because it's insane out there. Yeah, so you know, it was awesome. And she was super super sweet. And so now I have her picture, I have her autograph, and done. Now Johnny can't give me shit about this. I was worried, I was concerned. I could walk up Danny Trejo and be like, What's up, Danny Trejo? Because I've got like seven inches on Danny Trejo. Okay, <laughs> Dude, I've got like sorry, seven, in- I've got, like, seven sorry, inches, <laughs> I've got like seven inches. I've got like I've got like seven inches on Danny Trejo, and I got him like a hundred pounds. You know, I, I was like, Danny Trejo, he's a little guy, he's not that big. It's like, hey, Danny Trejo, there you go. I'm not worried about Danny Trejo. I'm not worried about any of these cats. I'm worried about Tony Todd. Hey, Tony Todd, what's going on? Dude,
2: I'm six foot three and I had to look up to Tony Todd. Right. That was intimidating. Okay, I got
0: pictures of Tony Todd when he when he was at the bar getting a drink. Price. I was like, hey, Tony Todd. Click. So but but you know, it was like Tracy Lords. Mm, Tracy Lords. Yeah. Odd. <laughs> She's <odd>. here. <laughs>
2: Oh, shit. Ivy Gentry. I'm sorry. Went to Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> Went to high school in Des Moines. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, no, used, I used to James. live I used to live right over the border in uh, prior Lake, Minnesota. It wasn't actually too far. I think it was like four hours from Des Moines. I used to travel down there pretty often. Cedar Rapids oh, is actually pretty
0: cool. Look who's here.
3: I see you guys decided to start without me.
0: Hey. Yeah, we had to.
3: I'm sorry. Some of us actually have to punch a clock, you know. I worked eight to five today. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I worked from eight to five today.
0: <laughs> Some of we us were talking,
3: actually have to punch a clock for a living.
0: We were just talking about uh just TFW memories. Just how so much of a say. how
3: much of a vagina you were because you wouldn't go talk to Tracy Lords until, <laughs> I, <laughs> <ten> <laughs> ages, I, made, until I made you talk we to literally Tracy we're just talking about it. I know I heard you have been in the back, back here for like ten minutes. No, you haven't. Yeah. Yeah, something like that.
0: <laughs> I've, been, I've been watching, it. you've not been back. Yeah, I've here been today. back here for I've
3: been back here for the Tracy. You wouldn't you didn't want me in on the Tracy Lord story because you didn't want me to tell everybody what really happened.
0: <laughs> then I, I said exactly what happened.
3: No, you gave the JL version. Eugene and and Alex both know what I'm talking about when I say the JL version of a story.
1: Oh well, I, then definitely uh, <laughs> refresh us.
3: Oh no, no! Look at JL. Look at him. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin his his Tracy Lord story.
0: Oh, you're so full of shit. <laughs> anyway, so uh, no, I'm not actually. I'm
3: not full of shit. It was hilarious. You were so scared. You were like a little puppy dog that peed his little area every time Tracy Lords would even like glance in your in your direction.
2: Listen, Jail doesn't usually get intimidated or camera shy or anything. But you were definitely like when I was there, I and, was. and John, Johnny was like fucking go <laughs> you were like, okay all right, okay,
0: all right. Sure.
2: and then he wandered around for a little bit before he actually went to the booth
0: but i went over there i got her autograph. i got it taken care of then i came back it's all done I, you know put the his hands in, are so shaking so, as he's putting I the picture Johnny, in his folder and i was yeah. like you know what you're here maybe i can go get danny trejo before you know because to, tony todd's line was so long so maybe i can go get danny trejo's and come back for tony todd and so the,
3: the you know, thing about that is the we got we got through Tony Todd's line before you got through Treyo's line, yeah. And Tony Todd got up and left twice.
0: Well, uh, oh, Danny, yeah. Danny got up and left a few times as well, yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: he had photo ops and he went for lunch one time, so yeah, you know, we ought to wait as well. The mess of thing was is that if I had had somebody who could hold the place in line, I could have jumped over Todd's with you. And then gotten his deal, and then come back and gotten and Danny's, but I didn't have somebody to wait for me because there were yeah. only three of us. You know, only three of us showed up. What?
3: No, no, there, there, there were there four of us there. There were four but, of us there, but only
0: one, but only one person. Yeah, was hanging on the line because you know it, I'm making fucking hell. I'm making a joke. God damn it.
3: <laughs> He's trying True. to distract. He's <laughs> trying to deflect <laughs> from the fact that he would not entertain the idea of Tracy Lord's.
2: Oh shit! Glover mom's taking us to the grocery store. We gotta go.
0: <laughs> I'm taking you all to the grocery store with me now. Be cool and behave. Ha-ha. Awesome. Oh, grab
1: grab some snack packs. Love those things. Give me my snack pack. <laughs> yeah, I have
2: no snack I some pack. talkies <laughs> and some Dunkaroos, bitch.
1: Oh,
0: so yeah, it was an amazing weekend. We had a lot of fun. Uh, the screening was fantastic. Uh, reaction to was great. I blew I
3: Tom mean, Savini's you mind. mind. You, oh, you probably
0: should have
2: just said. Not the mind part, cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna edit that. I blew Tom <laughs> Savini, Franklin <laughs> <It> was <laughs> great, but, but it was it, it was amazing because Tom Savini is the absolute chillest dude you've ever me. He's totally laid back, out, you know, just like it doesn't really react to stuff. He's, you know, I was kind of like, Hey, Tom, how's it going? I'm so glad you're able to make it. Up. I'm glad you're feeling better because you know, Tom a... Savini was in a car accident, um, yeah. he was actually struck by a car, so you know, I think he, he was, was high. He put, it may, it may, it might have it been, but he, but you know, he put pictures of himself up in the hospital when he, on Twitter. And I was kind of like, damn, cause he got messed up. So he's all like, you know, cool. And he's like, I'm so glad you're feeling better. And he was like, yeah, considering. <laughs> and i was like okay i will just going to take the autograph that i paid for and you thank have yourself you. a good day
2: i will go and fuck myself thank
0: you, Tom, <laughs> you know, so so he was just all totally cool and everything and i had him taking the you know, i had the picture i had him signed was the one of him his sex machine from Dust till dawn so he's like laid back he's got the beard. he's got like the fucking you know the, the gun cock you know the,
1: the cock gun
0: it, the cock gun and johnny he was behind me because Johnny was you know was in line with me and so and you said to him
3: oh yeah the toast my favorite scene in the film that scene with uh with sex Machine and Greg Nicotero I said it was awesome it's like you know the, you know here here Greg Nicotero is a new kid in town we're talking about visual effects and makeup and whatnot and Tom Savini's letting him know literally that he's still the big dick in town <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Savini goes huh I didn't think about it that way I wonder if Greg. I wonder if Greg thinks about it that way.
0: <laughs> so the, the man sat back and thought of it. He yeah, well he kind of kicked back. He was kind of like, huh? Yeah. Never thought of it that way, <laughs> <laughs> And that was what was awesome because there was we later met somebody who said he always tries to bring things to, for Tom Savini to to, to sign. Apparently, you know, he's a huge collector. He always tries to bring stuff for Savini to sign that will just like blow his mind. So like, man, I found this. Signed this. You know, like I found the original, you know, bag from Friday the Thirteenth. You know, it's like you sign it. And Tom Savini's always just chill, chill as hell. It's like, cool. He had like signed a
3: Betamax copy of. He, um... he had a
0: mint condition Betamax Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. The original film. <laughs> wow. And he had yeah. Tom Savini sign it, and Tom Savini was like, "Huh? There you go, bud. Thanks." <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, like like no reaction. Like one of the rarest items out there. He's like, yeah yeah I've seen it all. <laughs>
3: speaking of reactions did you tell him that did you tell him the, the cj hughes story
0: oh cj oh of uh, course not of course no not. of course he didn't of course he didn't mm. Oh. Mm. well i mean uh you mean cj graham
3: that's what i meant cj graham sorry
0: right okay uh
3: oh well, yeah look at that face Jail thinks <laughs> there's no story to tell that right there tells you there's a story yeah, we hung to tell.
0: Online. i got we we hung online i got the mask i got the the, the friday mask which is hanging in you know up, it's up there. there yeah so it's it's out of frame actually if i move up the camera a little bit yeah, there it is it. Yeah, oh, it's a little
3: dark it's a little dark yeah it's above dark, the door hey did you what is that you you hung clothes back there what are you doing that's where jason no, goes
0: that, that is where jason is going to go um angela is currently setting up her office next door to me Oh, and okay. she needed to make some room because that stuff goes in that closet. So it's it's temporary storage.
3: Oh so you should just put a head back there and then you know it'll work for now.
0: Well, J- Jason will go. Jason, and this is the cool thing. Jason has been ordered, and Jason is being nice. made currently. Are takes, you
3: fucking kidding me? I shit you not. You could have made that, uh, for, you made that weeks, for like 60 bucks.
0: Six weeks. <laughs> it is, it is six weeks to six weeks to construct. It is on the way. Uh steel frame, poly uh polyurethane resin. And everything is custom designed on it. And if you want to see, because this is the idea, so anybody, anybody in the live chat looking, see that closet right back there. Jason is going to be standing in that closet, and the lighting is on the way. The interior of it is going to be lit like it's underwater. That's and so real. Jason will be madness. in there. Yeah. So, and I will share this because I shared this earlier with uh with um Alex. Alex. I will share this, this screen, Alex. and this is the Jason that will be going in that spot. That's badass. So I am extremely happy with that. Very, that is a life delicious.
2: size, what, six foot three?
0: He's six foot three. Yeah. yeah.
2: Steel frame, resin, silicone, fucking polyurethane <laughs> just, motherfucker.
0: Yes, I'm very pleased. You can zoom in. All of that, that, the everything, custom done exactly to specification. So I am extremely pleased with that, and that is. So currently-
3: here we are in CJ's line.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so that, so that, yo, know, so that is going over there in the spot. So that's going like legit in the studio. So that's gonna be badass there. That, that um, be really so yes, yeah, cool. so back to That'll CJ really Graham. Cool. CJ Graham played Fred, played Jason in Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Part Six. So we- part six the, the the one that's going in the closet that's part that's seven part that's seven. Kane Hodder yeah and so, so CJ Graham is doing that CJ Graham is a beast you know like the dude's he's so still anyway. doing
3: steroids which is you Dude, know at, at our age that.
0: you're gonna get us fucking sued
3: well, no, Jesus. look, I guarantee he can't. He can't sue us because then he'd have to submit to blood testing.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, now I'm he's not, not coming on any, the show. I Thanks. am not
0: making any claims about C.J. Graham, but he's, jacked, he's, friends, okay. he's, he's beast, jacked. Okay, he's still a beast, Okay, so right. nonetheless, nonetheless,
3: he's in his sixties and he's, he's jacked.
0: jacked. Anyway, he had masks <laughs> to sign. He had he had masks that were, that were modeled after this the Friday Six mask. I had him sign one of those. It's currently up on the wall. Anyway,
4: so oh, we are. were in line.
0: No, hang on. So I'm trying to remember. We were uh-huh. in line. Yeah, we went. In, we went forward, and we were just chatting. He asked me about weekend horror because I was wearing the weekend horror shirt.
3: Okay, so so I'm going to stop you right there. He didn't ask you about weekend horror. All right, he sees us walk up. He looks at your shirt. Yeah, and then he gets this look on his face where he's trying to like the the wheels are like trying to line up, and he's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. He goes. Weekend Horror and JL fucking like rapid machine gun fires the entire life story of Weekend Horror, the entire two year story of Weekend Horror.
0: I gave him the elevator pitch. Shit,
3: the elevator pitch. If the elevator went from floors one to one hundred at fucking nineteen fifties pace, maybe
0: (laughs) you you, you realize why I don't believe shit that comes out of this man's mouth anymore.
3: Look, look, (laughs) you Eugene and Eugene and Alex both know that in this type of situation, the person to believe is not you. What I'm saying is, so <laughs> Johnny just throws in the fucking <laughs> I, I am putting the kids between the parents right now. Okay. So CJ looks at you and like I said, you give this rapid, you know, rapid fire about, you know, the two year history and it's a brief, okay. It's an abbreviated two year history, but it's still the oh, rapid no, fire to history. Right. Yeah.
0: I want to I'm, make it quick. I don't want to sit there and get you... Know, right, like no. I'm,
3: I'm, yeah, I'm throwing you a bone. You've
0: all in it. I, not, it. No, I didn't want to mind. Just They're just not going to filibuster in front of C.J. Graham. Well, it was a dark and stormy night. I gave <laughs> so <laughs> a ring to my good friend, Eugene, who I met previously upon a project that we'd worked on. As well, a side story, I met Eugene on another... It wasn't like <laughs> and that. And was, like, was like, tell you, oh!
3: Actually, it kind of was. It kind of was like that. It kind this of whole
2: story him. has now taken longer than the entire interaction with CJ.
3: <laughs> well, yes, it's true. So anyway, anyway, CJ's like, he, he CJ stops JL. He's like, no, no, I'm trying to remember whether or not I've done this show. And I look at JL and I'm thinking to myself, this is your opportunity. And he just freezes
0: that i didn't oh no yes no, you did no, no 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 it's not because deer you' in said, the headlights no, hang on hang on
3: dear like a i whole froze of deer. i
0: froze because i was not planning on approaching cj in that manner about being on Weekend horror. The banner does not matter. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you, Eugene. Sometime
1: opportunity so, knocks.
3: I'm you looking. Gotta, I'm looking go. at. I'm looking at JL and I look at CJ and I look back at Becca JL look, I said, "So CJ, would you like? You know, if you ever, you know, if you ever would like, we would love to have you on the show." And JL looks at me like, "What the fuck are you doing? What the
0: fuck are you doing?" I have, <laughs> no, and, and I, for, and no, I said, no, no, no." The reason for <laughs> that, I have nothing to give him. That I have matter. no business cards on him. I have no merchandise that I could show him. I have doesn't nothing matter. at all. I just have the shirt on my back. Yep. So he's such, looking-
2: here's the thing you got the shirt on your back. So he sees and Horror in a fucking email that's like, hey, we'd love to have you on the show. He's going to be like, fuck, that's the guy from the convention. I, have this I email. didn't
0: have his email. And it'd be inappropriate for me to approach him at a convention and be like, hey, can I get your email? Well, you didn't again, have to. You
2: put the no, seed into his mind. No, the That's best all thing is this:
0: is like, by the way, I run a horror podcast. This is the shirt for it. Here's our card. If you're ever interested in being on the show, give us a holler.
2: Here, I'm about to get blamed for not picking up. That's the business it. Part.
3: You are.
0: <laughs> that would have been that simple, and I would have been just. happy about that. But no, he pushed the deal. What, how much great would have been if I had just been up and be like, "Hey, look, we can horse. Have I been on the show? No, no, not yet. So we haven't. It. it was like, and or or if I talked about it a little bit, and then. You come back the next day on Saturday with the cards and been like, Oh, hey CJ, remember we talked about this? Here's our card. In case you're interested, want to check it out if you'd like to be on the show sometime. You're like, fantastic, and then just bugged yeah. in and just bugged out. Right. But but that didn't happen.
3: No, because I I flat out said, Hey CJ, we would love to have you on the show. Jay looks at me like, What the fuck are you doing? I look at him back like I'm asking. Jason Voorhees to be on fuck our fucking horror film podcast. Yes, That's but, but, what yeah. no, no, the fuck I'm doing. And then cj says like, no, 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 This I sounds know, like a right? green room conversation. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, because we'd love to have you on the show. Great. Do you have a card? No, I don't. That looks unprofessional. Thank you, Commander Darklight. JL oh. wanted to look professional. If I say, "Hey, I'd like to have you on the show," sure. Do you have any material? Do you have uh, like a business card? Do you have something? It's like, no. I've now well, set no, myself no. up. I look unprofessional.
1: No, no, no. What you do is you always play it off. You go. You don't just go no. You go. Oh, I just gave up my uh, last. Exactly, business card. There you are. Exactly. Oh, there you are. But,
0: but before the, up, the
3: professional okay. one could say that, <laughs> somebody no. came in and said, "I don't have nail Cut But
0: I didn't say that. That's go. why I didn't say anything because I wasn't prepared. I was in the middle of this. Then you hit this, and I was like, Whoa, <laughs> I, uh, oh shit. Okay. So I was in—I was going in one direction, and you just jumped in there and was like, Hey, you want to? It was like, we, Wait you a got second. You adapt so, no. and overcome. You adapt and nonetheless, overcome. Nonetheless, I was trying to be professional. Johnny put me in his spot. That's, he
3: brought it. No, 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 no. CJ brought it up when he said, I can't remember whether or not I've been on this show.
1: Yeah, that's, that's he showed interest. Yeah, that that isn't because the thing is, this if he wasn't interested, he would have been like cool and walk off. Well, he couldn't have walked out. I mean, we were at his booth. Well, well but he would have been like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> he would have like, is, is, like, been <laughs> no, 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 but hang on, he would have been like, oh, okay, cool. And they're like, that's it, the yep. end. But he's like, man, I don't remember. From, uh, he's starting to kind of recall a little bit. That that's is great. a sign of interest. And if he, if
0: he'd been like, okay, cool. He's like, nah, he's, like, he's like, He'd be like, fine. I'm like, great. Autograph, move on. Come back Saturday. Hey, CJ, just want to let you know, Weekend horse shirt, you asked about it. Here's our card. If you, hey, if we would love to have you on the show sometime. There's nothing
1: You're wrong like, with giving him a card the next day. But at that moment, you already had his attention. Sometimes things aren't perfect, but an opportunity is an opportunity. Right. That you, you then, just you just got to, like, just roll with it <laughs> and just and just be like, well, hey, I just gave out my last business card. I just gave my last business card, but we have a website, WeekendHorror.net. Um, week if you just want to pull it up real quick, we would love to have you on oh done. and i
3: have his email by the way so boom
1: done fantastic
0: that's that's great so nonetheless god <laughs> this thing blew up way out of fucking proportion
3: nonetheless jl got mad at me because i wanted to put jason Voorhees on our horror show podcast
1: <sighs> look, at that face. No. look at that face you gotta ask the worst i can say is no this is right. true i just wasn't planning on asking them
3: <laughs> had had he not had he not shown interest i wouldn't have asked anything right but he he had like a genuine interest i mean legitimately though all bullshit aside he he showed a legitimate interest in the podcast he was curious about it you know like when you started telling tom atkins he didn't hear the first few minutes of what your you know few seconds of what you had to say because you were you know like oh tom atkins is so great to meet you you know we we you know we run this podcast He's like aha how do you spell your name And like oh uh jay <laughs> and then you know after he signed it and looked up and kind of then he engaged and was you know, he was cool with having that just brief little conversation and uh and that's actually another well, funny yeah, story but
0: i was also telling you but i was also telling you it was like it was amazing because it was like we we and I was leading into we got the opportunity to share your movie.
3: No 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 three. no 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 I'm not saying you did no 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 that's not what I'm saying. I, what I'm what I'm I'm comparing the two interactions like Tom Atkins was cool especially after the fact after you got to, after he kind of looked up at you. CJ was he he got he was interested when we were walking up because he saw the weekend horror podcast on your uh. T shirt. He was already interested in what we had what we were there for. You know what I mean. Uh, so he showed a genuine interest versus like the other people that are like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, Tom Savini didn't think, I don't even mm-hmm. think Tom Savini was interested in anything.
0: No, he, like he,
3: ever. He, I don't think he's, he's really ever been interested <laughs> in the thing.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, but like I said, the only reason why I put to CJ is like, because he was like, I don't care, remember if I've done that show or not. I'm like, well, how about you come do the show? You know?
0: Well, Chris Durham is right. Nobody wants business cards anymore. They all have cell phones. And um, I actually did create—I did create a QR code that people could have scanned and checked out. Um, but I was right there, and the guys, yeah, he's trying to do business. He's trying to sign autographs. There was a line. I didn't want to hold it up, so it's kind of like, you know, I'm always kind of about—I'm always kind of like try to be in and out. Just trying, you know, like show up, say hi, share a little anecdote about why you love
1: them, and then get their autograph and then move the fuck on. So in, a always, situ- in a situation like that, I would take the extra two minutes. That line
3: yeah. can wait. Yeah, they can. Yeah, this is an opportunity.
1: Nonetheless, it was just, a blast. We, had, about a about lot, of a we shit, had a lot we had a lot of fun, but we have
0: other things that we have to jump onto. So, uh something that's that I That's legitimately
3: wondered. his his email address, by the way. I just put it in the private chat. <laughs>
0: that's I'm,
3: funny. I'm I'm not kidding. That's his legit that's, email that's address. That's amazing.
0: Email so, uh, but we have some other things we have to jump on. So, one thing I want to jump on, and this was actually shared with me by two, by actually a couple of people, because um, Mister Milord, one of our patrons, he shared this with me. So, apparently, it's this thing. Uh, the what is the website? I got to make sure I get the website correct. Um, the website is so basically, if you want to get paid to watch horror films, this is a promotional thing that. Oh shit! I already signed in, up for this. Exactly. Are they running <laughs> it again? yeah they are running it again and this is from financebuzz.com is where you'll find the links to get everything so financebuzz.com get paid to watch scary movies the link is in the description of the video i dropped it in there so you can go check it out fill out some information tell them why you should be the one chosen and you get paid to basically watch a bunch of horror movies and then write a review and then basically they'll pay you 1500
2: bucks you get like you get like nine days to watch them or something yeah, and, and then that, you like, and review and them and or
0: you like, 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 tick you know, TikTok well, and what they do is, I what
2: they comes. do is, uh, they give you like a Fitbit. Yeah. You wear the Fitbit while you're watching them. To, to, they're supposed to, no, I'm not kidding. They're, then they'll yeah. watch your heart rate while you're doing it. Um, and then why so they're trying to, they're trying, I'm not kidding. They're, so I they're really trying to get, really. I'm just
0: thinking, my should would be like Hannibal Lecter? His heart rate, his heart rate never got above 85. <laughs> it's weird. His, his heart rate stayed at
2: a seven, you know, a solid, like, you know, I think 95. he's dead. But it says he took 457 steps a
1: minute. I have a resting heart rate of 29. Yes. Thunk, thunk.
3: Legally, I'm dead.
0: That's because I do not have blood. I have a viscous black syrup that flows through my veins. No, but It
2: is pretty cool. They'll pay $1,500, watch these movies, wear the Fitbit, write a little review. What they're looking for is how, like, B movies hold up to A movies, uh, and which ones are scarier. Uh, it's actually a pretty cool little concept. They run it every year. So, yeah, yeah. go on there and yeah. give them a shout out. So, and you have to the- be able
3: to dedicate the time. You can't just, you know, oh, I'm going to do it. And then, no, you actually have to dedicate because they want your live tweet and all that other shit, too. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like thirteen a lot.
0: movies. You have to so if you if yeah. you will love horror films as much as we do, and uh, I know Angela signed up for it, she she put her name in for it and everything, and I think I'm I'm gonna do it too. Yeah. But if you love what horror movies, um, the link is down there in the description. Follow that link, fill out the stuff, and of course uh, you'll be entered in. To see if you can be selected for it. But it, you know, there's you know, it's a good way to make you know fifteen hundred bucks. So we wanted to give that a shout out, and I wanted to get your guys you know uh, guys' thoughts. Season three.
2: Oh, shit, we're going to continue to do it? We're going forward with this? No,
0: no, <laughs> so it's season three. <laughs> I was,
3: was going to say, like I, think, I think The Walking Dead's at season 11, JL. Yeah.
0: Hey, Travis Brown is in the chat. says, hey, Weekend Horror Guys finally made it to your live stream. Good What's to see you. Up? Welcome. Yes. Thank you, Travis. He says, I wonder how many sleepless nights to watch horror movies for research. My friend, you have no fucking That's idea. No <laughs> clue. As many as it takes.
3: As many Ooh. as it
0: takes. Yes. And I just keep watching it. I am... I am it's like I'm just numb to the world now. It's just a steady stream of just gore and horror all day long. Um, did you say yeah, gore and whores? Gore mm-hmm. and, well, mmm. Mm. <laughs> Depends on how late the nights get. Or gore gore. <laughs> you did. So you
3: did get Tracy Lord's number.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that,
1: that he's no. talking about G. Wallace.
3: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's a, there's a gilf but uh <laughs> she is hey, such that's a just, sweetheart just, she's an absolute sweetheart she, oh, come on think about it guys d wallace she was when our moms run around she was the mom she was yep. the mom that we that, that raised us when you know in the movies e. E. T's mom. yeah you know, et's mom mm. cujo mom the howling mom you name it she, she I mean, that's was she, she was. mom in the howling uh no she was a. she was a hot life in the,
3: she was in just a yeah she was just a lady you wanted to invite over
0: Pretty much. I'm sure by the
2: end of that movie, she probably was a mom. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, D Wall no. kicking
0: ass, kick, kick, kicking ass, taking names, and uh, loved her to death. And she was an absolute sweetheart. She and Danny Pintaro met the both of them. That's uh, another thing that Jay, watching.
3: I won't tell you about. Jay, I won't tell you about how D Walls was hitting on him.
0: D. Wallace was not hitting on me. Fucking oh, hell. God, trying to move
3: on. Was, she she, was, compl- so flirting. she was so flirting I'm with you. D.
0: Wallace complimented my beard. That is all she did. No,
3: that's she not all she did. complimented the beard.
0: She said, look, it She's like, you got a nice like, beard. And by
1: beard, I mean, what you're...
3: What she said was... <laughs> Listen, she
1: didn't have to compliment your beard. That means she wanted to compliment it.
3: Look, oh. it's not... It, no, hang on a second. She didn't just say, hey, jail, you have a nice beard no what she said was man i like your beard too you know us old ladies like beards like that and she was touching her face and kind of yes she she did that is exactly what she said jail warren you were too busy like in the moment thinking all right sweet i'm about to get d walls and i'm about to get danny pentaro it's gonna be amazing it's gonna go on my wall she was hitting on you you couldn't hear i heard her i watched her as she said it she was touching (laughs) her face she was averting her eyes from you she was hitting on you jail warren
0: Look at him turn red,
3: and it's true. I swear to God, I didn't tell him
0: shade at all.
3: You have you look at you. You got be red back there.
0: Whether she was or not, it doesn't matter because then I what? made the joke. Because my because my happiness in this is I made the joke. It's like yeah, my it was like my wife says I'm aging like a fine wine. I think it's more like a cheese. And and she just that just I guess caught her the right way because she laughed she was she just laughed she's like yeah, she did you know old lady laugh but she did mm-hmm. the amazing laugh she thought it was cute as hell and I was like yeah I made D Wallace laugh I'm very pleased with this
3: no you made well, her usually tickle.
0: women
1: laugh when they're attracted to somebody mm-hmm.
0: oh shut the fuck up what the hell
1: <laughs>
3: Commander Darko <Knight> is
1: correct
0: <laughs> she wanted to get tickled by the future.
3: <laughs> I'm serious she was so hitting on you.
0: So anyway, but D Wallace was an absolute adorable. She, she was, was so really adorable. sweet. She was very sweet. She was sweet, super yeah. sweet. And I'm a huge fan of hers. And it was just it was you know it
3: was cool. So was Danny. He was really cool too. I mean Danny that was, was cool there, as fuck. He was like, fucking talk to your I was like, Oh, you want to talk about Cujo? Absolutely. It's a movie I did uh, forty years ago and people still want to talk to me about it. Yes. He was the fact yeah, he, that he was awesome.
0: was, but then he was—he was, he was kind of like rattling, He's like boom, 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 like that. Then he looked over at his at his at his assistant. He was like, "I've had way too much coffee." <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, by coffee but- I mean cocaine.
0: Danny was cool as shit. I got the uh I got both of them. So it's a picture of them in the car and Cujo at the window, like oh And then I got both of their autographs on there, right next to each other. It's it's amazing. I had
3: I just wish that that one photo they had the behind the scenes photo with the wallace the the cujo actor and oh, I that, with the fake dog. yeah right <laughs> i had, i had just wish i had been with danny danny because that would have been a better one to get i think that That'd would have been, been much more like here sign this one it's Cool.
0: But anyway, so i wanted to get I, um, every, I wanted to get everybody's thoughts just kind of like what you're looking forward to in season three something coming up that you know these fine individuals here <laughs> nana Mm. Like it's cocaine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug.
0: <laughs> and Beaver C. Beaver C. Uh, says hello, everyone. Up, who I'm late? Not so late.
1: Not really. Not really, somebody. dude. We haven't we, even made it to the first fucking movie yeah, okay, yet.
0: Got to, yeah. This is the, the season. This is the season two finale, so we're taking time. And Tab Travis says, "Glad Frightmare came back, and hope to meet you guys at Mirror one day." Hell yes, we will see you there. Hopefully next year we will have a booth. Yes. That's, the, that's the plan is we will have an actual booth at
3: that's Texas what Friday. I'm looking for I'm looking yeah. for all the fruits of the labor of this show not that I don't like hanging out with you guys I think I want to hang out with you guys a little bit more at like booths at Texas Frightmare weekend and yes. stuff like that you know what I mean right uh, I- because that's that that's really cool again to meet some people did you are did you tell them how well that nail gun screened?
0: Yes, yeah. I, I yeah, told you yeah, yeah, about, it. And about the, it. The audience was, fucking flipped out.
3: Yeah, out of all the films that we jail and I watched all of them. Out of all the films, Nailgun had the biggest. that still the funniest thing was not the dick, not the dick. He's and not I, the dick. I, I swear to God, it was Yorg who said, "Shoot him in the dick." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actually, I saw I saw Yorg uh, yesterday. I had a meeting with him about an upcoming shoot, and we so we talked about it. So, for those of you who don't know, Yorg was a cinematographer for Nailgun. And so he's like, yeah, that was me.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I knew it. If, if I didn't miss it, Alpha K91,
0: I see in the see in the chat, says um next week roast Darth Dog. It's, oh, fuck, wrong side project. Um, that's a reference to something else. But uh, Alpha K91, good to see you. We uh, can make fantastic. that happen. No, no, well, I'm doing something else. <laughs> Not yet. here. Yeah, well, because we, earlier uh, there's, a, there's a reference. Uh, Johnny, Johnny O, recently hit 5,000 subs on his personal channel. And so there was, there was a there was a roast of Johnny O mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. a bunch of people she showed up and just roasted the fuck out of him. I hope mine was okay. I hope I hope mine. You know, yes, you did it, great. You did great, Joe. Well, I'm asking the guy I roasted.
3: That was good. It was a good one. It was a good one.
0: <laughs> it seemed to get a couple. You're of laughs, great I
3: mean. at roasts I can only imagine.
0: <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? No,
4: well,
3: you're, you're
2: good. good at, I was giving you Is a fucking compliment. Joke? Is that what? a bad <laughs> joke? <laughs>
4: Yes. <laughs> well, I
0: appreciate it. Thank you. It, it, I mean, it was I wanted to surprise about, because I was always like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Yeah, man, you're like surprise, I motherfucker! Surprise, ah! you know, i <laughs> the, the, the entire time I've known from like from like event to event of knowing Johnny Elves, I'm going to hit every single one.
3: Nail no mall. That's what so you all what, said. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what did you guys...
0: So, so what's, what, what's something you guys are looking forward to in season three?
2: Fuck, like Johnny was saying, fucking everything that has been, you know, we've been working towards is starting to come to light. Yeah. We're talking about a feature fucking movie. We're talking about multiple side projects. We're talking about expanding the weekend Horror name, you know... Like you said dude There's two episodes that nobody's gonna hear Because we started like fucking garbage Like hot garbage And you know we stuck with it And now we're here Second fucking season That's insane That's two years Like of just every week Putting some fucking work in And it's not just Wednesday We don't just come on here and shoot the shit You know we get together once a week For you know anywhere between 30 30 minutes to an hour To discuss how the episode's gonna go And you know kind of what we're looking at and sometimes we got to touch base, you know, in between that as well. And it's, it's constant. It's, it's a, Even just the one Wednesday night podcast, there's a lot of work that goes into it behind the scenes. And with, you know, Johnny, Johnny, you got a bunch of kids. I got a bunch of kids. Eugene's got a bunch of shit going on. Jail's living the cushy life right now, but, you know, he's got a lot of shit going on as well. I do. So, yeah. you know, we got to squeeze this shit in no, between our doesn't. personal ordering, lives. Ordering oh. life-size
3: Jason Voorhees <laughs> does not qualify as a. A lot of his work. Of a lot of his work. No, That's
2: no, a lot of work. Lucky. This is the daily very... fucking splatter. Get out of here. You do the daily splatter. <laughs> you got to sit there and fucking work that shit. You got every yeah. single day. It's yeah. on.
3: one day a week. Stop sucking this thing.
0: <laughs> I'm just giving okay, credit no, no, where no, credit's due. No, the, whole, the whole like, cushy thing I'm kidding, I'm to kidding, has I'm merely kidding, allowed kidding. me to fit more shit on my plate because right. I don't have a nine to five I have to deal with.
2: True. And you know, you're putting in a lot of work on that front, and we appreciate that. You know, there's everybody's but, got you know, a lot we, of shit going you
0: know, on. Writing scripts for everybody,
3: templates. did you say paint by numbers well essentially
4: (laughs) but
2: being able to now that we've got like a schedule and a routine going on being able to move forward from this point is exciting because like we've established a thing here and and now we get to watch what happens from here fuck none of us know we've we've never been successful in this uh previously you know this is new this was new to us the podcast i think was new to us at the beginning but now that we've got uh, jail how many fucking episodes have we done um after
0: the completion it would be 104 104 episodes
2: episodes. technically 100 yeah Yeah. so 104 episodes that is just insane that's two full years, once a week, every week, coming on Not the Not to camp, mention, really.
3: like, the blood baths and the, and the, yeah, uh, the afterbarks and, and, after and, and
2: everything, that. you know, all the other stuff that we do. So it, it's been a ride, and it, it's exciting to finally be able to kind of sit comfortably, like, okay, we've got a routine, let's fuck it up with some new shit and see where that goes.
0: Awesome. And Eugene, what about you? You looking forward to something, anything big in season three?
1: I mean, just, just we just keep going and pushing forward. It's not really any one thing in particular mm-hmm. that I'm looking forward to. It's just to keep doing what we love doing.
0: Fucking A. And what about you, Johnny?
1: I, I
3: already um, said. I already said.
0: Johnny said, j- oh, yeah, it yeah, <laughs> John said his first. Yeah. Oh, I thought he interrupted Alex to, dude. To... <laughs> nope. 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 Well, I, well, tell I can tell you what's one thing I'm looking for. Obviously. But I can I'm interrupt you.
3: To... And we could talk about <laughs> how. I'm
0: just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to what season three brings, as far as episodes go, the you know the guests that we're going to have on, and you know kind of branching out and adding a new brand so we can handle uh, celebrities and uh, industry guests that are maybe a little bit too busy to watch the movies. Where we're, we're going to be adding that arm to it, so we have lots of cool stuff coming in season three. But the big thing, yeah, I'm looking forward to is the nail gun feature film. That is what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing that motherfucker happen, and that's going to be exciting. I can't wait. we will share the pictures, share behind-the-scenes videos, all kinds of cool stuff with our patrons. Um, that's going to be available on our Patreon page, so I can't wait to share that stuff with you guys, bring you guys along on that journey that you helped us uh, to start. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So season three coming up. And so the last thing we need to do before we jump into the movies that we're doing tonight is we need to do the bloodbath coin flip. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this week, this month's bloodbath is between me and Johnny,
3: right? Uh, Johnny and I, fucking
0: Johnny and I.
3: Jesus,
2: we're not to red state yet. You can't be acting like a Nazi.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Those are commies, not Nazis. <laughs> yeah, yes. Good, great
0: grammar commies. <laughs> Same but, um, thing. So, no. Because, so this <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so Ben Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Um. So yes, this month's bloodbath, bloodbath number twenty-two, which we will be shooting here, uh, recording here soon, uh, is between Johnny O and myself, and it will be the Fireflies, the Firefly family versus the Sawyer family.
3: Really? Yeah, so, really.
0: Yeah, really. We did. We agreed on this.
3: We did. I don't recall.
0: Don't fucking cry about it now. So I'm not crying um, about anything. So we're going to do the coin flip and decide. Okay, so who's going like, to remind me? How do we fucking do this? We flip the coin and the winner chooses
1: who they want to want, want to represent.
3: Uh.
1: Yeah are we are we doing like whoever wins the coin flip picks. Or last time what,
3: we did it, it was heads was one and tails was the other.
0: Okay, so then who
2: won the last debate between you two?
3: Uh, uh it was between you no, and no, I. No, no, no,
0: no, we'll get this. It is so heads is is the Firefly family. No, no, that doesn't make sense. That's no, what we, we did last time. How about That's this? how I got how about stuck this. With
2: Johnny, call from. it in the air if you win, you get to pick. If not, jail gets to pick. I'm thinking that, yeah. yeah right, like, okay. you know,
0: if you win, you get your pick of, of whichever one you want. Yeah, do it that okay, way. Okay, so here we go. We Fireflies, clearly didn't, have a, we new, 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 didn't new.
2: have a green room fucking discussion before this no, show. No, 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 <laughs> because that,
0: that was the random thing. So it was like, if it's Heads, it's going to be the Firefly family. If it's Tails, it's going to be the Sawyers.
2: That's not going to work on us.
0: Yes, it will, because Johnny would Johnny will choose one, and if it's not that one, then the other person gets All it. All so right, Heads
2: it. is Firefly, Tails is Sawyer. Johnny, call it in the air.
0: Oh, yeah, you you decide which one you, uh you, you have to decide which one you want, right?
3: Oh, my God. I tell you what, this is what we're going to play. We're going to play heads, I win tails, you lose. Okay, flip it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Heads, I win tails, I still Now, this way it's going to go. So, either one. So, whoever wins, that that person picks. So, Fireflies, Sawyers. Johnny, call it in the air.
3: Tails never fails. (laughs) It's tails. It's the only thing i'm gonna win because i don't really care about these families uh, <laughs> i'll take the sawyers i'll let you have the easy one.
0: Oh, you give me the fireflies i'll give all you right. the easy one you're, right. so you're so dead
3: we'll see what happens
0: <laughs> well you're <laughs> gonna happens. lose either way
2: all right you got that
3: <laughs> only because you're sleeping with one of the judges Alex, Johnny by the a... way, I need you to stop doing that, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Travis and Travis Brown says the Tom Sawyer family. <laughs> yep. Yep. All yeah, right, so Sawyer, I got so rush Johnny, on my side, motherfucker. So Johnny O is taking the Sawyers, and I am taking the Fireflies.
3: The Sawyers. Hey, real those quick, those before we move forward, oh, oh, go ahead. Just, I was going to say the Sawyers, those are the ones that uh, defeated Freddy Krueger, right?
0: No. What? <laughs> his face, his I'm, face. I'm not sweating. even biting the joke, dude. Come on. No. Come with that weak shit. That's what
4: D. Wallace said to you. Oh shit!
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah go. <laughs> Wait this for cold. the vein. Don't, butter don't
3: butter. tell me. Don't, t- don't, don't, don't tempt me, JL. Don't say. Don't come with that cold, but easy <laughs> bullshit. I'll throw the Harmons out there. I'll throw the Haymakers out there. We haven't even gotten off of Tracy Lord yet. I mean, brought up Tracy Lord yet?
0: You mean we gotten did. off on Tracy Lords, not off? Wow! Of- way you
2: just said we're trying
3: to have celebrities. Either on the way, show. careful.
0: <laughs> you
3: think this is the first time Tracy Lord's heard a bad sex joke about her?
0: Oh, I have no, no doubt. I mean, <laughs> at, least,
3: at least we waited until she was of age.
4: Ooh. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah.
1: Tracy's going to beat your ass. <laughs> Some people pay good money for that. You say. Say. Like, <laughs> I'm like, waiting for I'm you waiting
3: that gets bad. Where's the, where, 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 what part of that? Where, first, where, where's the thread Yeah. <laughs> was there a thread
0: in there somewhere? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a uh, a threat or a promise all right so that has been decided then bloodbath number 22 which will go up one month early for our patrons our patrons get early access to that depending upon the patron tier you're on and then everyone else will get to hear it a month after that so early access for our patrons bloodbath 22 johnny o versus jl the the sawyers the sawyer family from texas chainsaw massacre versus the firefly family from house of a thousand corpses this is going to be interesting all right, so fuck it. As I like to say, we're here to talk about fucking horror movies, isn't that right, Alex? Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah you Almost so just stole my line,
1: Eugene. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Eugene
1: your line. What do we have up first? All right, flying through these movies today. The first one we have is uh, a very, very fun movie released September nineteenth, nineteen ninety-seven. It is Wishmaster. Directed by Robert Kurtzman, starring Tammy Lauren, Andrew Didoff, and narrated by Angus Scrim. on it. <laughs> so that's Scrimm.
0: Andrew Divoff, D I V O S Divoff. Dale, you
3: can't do that then. You can't you can't do this to it's you can't,
1: Angus Scrim. It doesn't matter. Scrimm?
3: It's no, Eugene we're talking it. about. That
1: was the one he got. Yeah, I said narrated by Angus Scrim. Well, now you said
0: it.
3: Yeah, that's what I said. He got got that one right. Yeah, we'll fix it. Look, we we talked to his teacher about this. We're supposed to applaud his (laughs) victories, damn it.
2: (laughs) They're few and far in between. (laughs) Let me have them. Anyway, so
1: anyway, Wishmaster. Wishmaster. And basically, you have a gene that goes and tricks people into wishing for different things, and then he turns their wishes into nightmares and kills a whole lot of people.
2: And shit gets real. There it is. (laughs) Yeah. Had to fucking, had to end it on a shit gets real for sure. (laughs) That's not even, that's not even fucking touching it lightly. If you haven't seen the movie, it's like, you've seen this story a hundred fucking times before. Be careful what you wish for, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you could be like, you know, I want shit. Now I'm not going to be able to come up with, you know, I want a nice car but you know but then there's like some fucking way to fuck it up and kill you with it and it's terrible and if you watch supernatural um they the idea the, too. yeah the
0: idea of the twisted witch they there was there's right. yeah. the there's the, there an episode of the x-files mm-hmm. that actually did this yeah they where, were great where Mulder, Mulder found a genie and then Abby like it just like i wish for world peace so the genie made
1: everyone on the planet everybody leaves for him. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. A, I don't, it,
2: I don't really see a problem.
3: But. Was it Erie, Indiana that did a riff off of this as well? With yeah, the yeah. Girl yeah, found yeah. she yes. found it, and then she yeah. wanted everybody. To, she, I wish everybody would buzz off and then turn everybody into flies. But it wasn't the the genie wasn't being you know malicious. She just didn't get it. She just like oh, I thought I did what you asked. You know, that's know. this goes yeah.
2: all the way back to fucking kids' books too. We just my me and my daughter we just read a book called The Seventh Wish, mm-hmm. and there was a fish that when you caught it. You know it would give you a wish, and she, you know, this kid wished for something and learned real fast that you know, not everything the things that you want aren't necessarily the things that you
4: want.
3: The a oldest instance yeah. of this one I saw was, um, uh, the monkey's paw. You guys remember that short yeah, story, F- that yeah, thing? yeah, of course. yeah. Yes. That was, uh, I, we watched that and we watched that, I think, like sixth grade. It was great.
0: That was a read, that was a recent, there was a film version of that done with, um, Stephen, um, oh god, fuck. yeah, uh. Stephen Goff,
2: fuck yeah!
0: No, 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 no Great shit! He was from Avatar. I'm too busy to be on fire. He was in Don't Breathe. Uh, oh,
3: um, yeah, don't yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the badass uh, dude, not Dork. Yeah, yeah, he uh, played
0: the general
1: and yeah in
0: Avatar. yeah. Yeah. I'm just- I can't remember his last name. But I'll I can't remember, remember his yeah. Continue on. I'll remember it. But he did. A, he did. There was a movie version of the Monkey's Paw where he was brought back to life by the Monkey's Paw. So, okay. Yeah. So, time.
3: in the version that I saw of the Monkey's Paw, the parents find, you know, this dad finds this Monkey's Paw and makes a wish on it. And one of them, he needed money to pay some sort of bills. But the way that the wish came true, was that there was an accident at his son's work that killed his son. So the insurance money paid him out the exact amount of money that he needed. And then his wife wished that his son came back to life. So in the middle of the night, there's like this you know, banging at the door that it's implied that it's the son trying to get back in. And this old man looks for the monkey's paw so he can make the one last wish that, you know, I wish my son dead buried, you know, and then that's when the the door stopped banging and then he throws the, the monkey's paw in the middle of the, of the, uh, forest but that was a, yeah that, like i said i saw whenever i saw Wishmaster the first time that was the first thing i thought it was a monkey's paw because of that you know that twisted wish
0: yeah mm-hmm. Stephen lang that was it lang,
3: lang. there it is oh, okay oh yes
0: yeah, so travis brown points up there was that was an episode of goosebumps called be careful what you wish for there was oh, a monkey yes, yeah, that that's L- the one i was, was thinking of yeah. it, it wasn't
3: not eerie indiana it was goosebumps
0: um, yeah, it's I mean, the, the tale. I mean, this tale is old as time, it really but you is. know it has been, yeah uh, I'll going back it's to you know
2: like Disney, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're not monetized yet. so, but then that's what interesting. Like. it's an enduring story. It's an enduring myth, you know that that yep. what you want you know ex- you, people you typically don't know what they want. You may want something right now, but you know, you you, know, it'. When you get it, it always, what loses, you wish. Yeah. it always loses its luster mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you think you want it now, but after you get it, things change. And I like that, uh, that it's one of those. It, it, it traces its roots back way, way back in human history.
4: Mm-hmm. Just
0: yeah, that, very philo- oh, that, yeah. Yeah, that very philosophical notion. And I like that. That's it's, when the
2: Powerball started.
0: <laughs> 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 and I, I, I've always dug it. And uh, I think almost every, oh, you know, Jinju is correct. Almost every episode mm-hmm. of Friday the 13th, was all about that. You get that item that gives you what you want, but there's always a price to pay. Yeah. So and I and I like that and I like this one, of course. And then a magnificent villain, uh, played by uh, by um uh, by Divoff, Andrew Divoff. Man, he
3: started out as a magnificent villain, but as the series went on, he just turned into like some sort of shitty Power Rangers yeah, villain. Well,
0: he was he was only in the first two. No, I know. And I know. The second yeah. Too, yeah, he 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 didn't reprise the role, but in he, the first one because he amazing. read the script
3: and said, "I need to wipe my ass. So I'll take this." Script. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Yeah, in the set, in the in the second one or in the first one, he was absolutely amazing, and I thought he. I mean, this is a brand new horror icon. Now, given the pedigree that was behind it, you got Andrew Divoff, who's a magnificent character actor, looks the role, has the voice, and then uh, you know, and then of course the kind of creation behind it. You have a fantastic, you know, legend that everybody's familiar with, you know, great, mm-hmm. uh, great effects, mm-hmm. great monster design, and a script co-written by one of the guys who wrote Hellraiser. And you can see the parallels when you start thinking about it, you know, uh, you know uh, the alternate, you of the creature from the alternate dimension, bringing someone to that one, you know, you summoned me here, you made a wish, you opened the puzzle right. box. You see a lot of great similarities between the resident. The Cenobites are offering like immortality with pleasure and pain. He's offering Whatever wish you want, but the downside is, you know, I get your fucking soul. So I get to I interpret
2: like that wish how you how I and feel interpret it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, unless
0: you unless you just right, which is the whole. But there's
2: know. no, there's like no way.
0: Well, you have to word it. Yeah, you know, I mean, she did at the end of the at the end of the yeah, film. Yeah, I mean, she yeah, yeah. That's right. just, but she made it very simple. Nothing that I wanted is just this is the you know, I I want him to not be drinking on that day. Granted, it did reverse all the events. None of the events took place. Done. Yeah.
3: Which is an important fact to remember.
0: She made an unselfish wish. Yep. There it is. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: God, now that you say it, it's in so many fucking stories.
0: Yes. Yep. That's the that's that's the, that's, the, that's, that's the way great. <laughs> yeah, that's the way you beat that. Yeah. yeah right. I was excited, but Daddles* was a big one. okay. I, I, yeah. I mentioned that because it just came up in my YouTube feed as a free movie that they yeah. just added it. And I was thinking,
3: <laughs> not it's, to it's, mention <laughs> she is very, very attractive. As oh, Elizabeth Satan. Hurley?
0: <laughs> um yeah. But She's yeah, nice looking look at she 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 was amazing to hang out with. She we I actually I got the opportunity to hang out with Elizabeth on the set of uh of serving Sarah while well, she was in between takes. She was Corey, you know, absolutely lovely, awesome to hang around. Unlike, you know, approachable. You wouldn't think, she, you know, as a celebrity of her status, you know, you wouldn't think she could just approach her. She's totally approachable. Hung out with the extras, hung out with, the, you know, with the crew or whatever. She's just totally affable, awesome, awesome, awesome lady. But, um, but, yeah, given that, every single time he made, you know, you get a wish. You get a wish and you get to have whatever you want to try and mm-hmm. get the girl or whatever. And then every single one, you know, super tall, very tiny dick. I want to be president. He happened to be President Lincoln. You know, that was funny. (laughs) You know, the most sensitive man in the world.
3: What the (laughs) hell? that's my oh, favorite. Oh man!
0: <laughs>
3: nine nine nine.
1: Wait <laughs> a minute, <laughs>
3: door. Dor- I'm well, so coming my back. My favorite's
1: still the cartel so one because yeah. he's just like, he just <laughs> like, I, like I can speak Spanish. Yeah, I don't understand what. Oh, I can speak Russian now. Also, yeah. <laughs> oh, i speak great. I speak Russian too.
0: Yeah, favorite know. My, my favorite's still the, the most sensitive guy ever. The most sensitive man. And then yeah. when he looks at the sunset. Ah! <laughs> 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 but I mean, but and so it can be. It's comedy. It can be comedic. But also yeah. quite terrifying. And that's why I said, like, uh what I brought up, Stephen Lang in the monkey's paw was a very effective little, you know, little kind of slasher slight, you know, type, you know, well, see so if you look
3: at like pet cemetery can be considered a little bit like that as well. Yeah. But because, you know, the most people have that, oh, I want, you know, I want to be able to see this person or that person again, you know. So that's kind of one of the like a lingering thing. I oh, wish I could bring this person back. Oh, well, here you go. Dead and rotten. Wanna fucking chew your face off, but here you go. Right. Yeah. You didn't say pre-decomposition and you didn't say non-cannibalistic. <laughs> you let me interpret that. So there you go.
0: <laughs> Travis Brown does happen to bring up Tony Todd, Robert Englund, and Ted Ramey, but a bunch of others uh, were all throughout that film. I mean, they, they, that's what makes a good horror a, a brand new horror icon. You know, it's just like you got to make the it palpable of. of exactly yeah. the passing of the torch. And I think and Andrew Divoff did amazing. And of course, I think in the third and the fourth the uh, the Bruce Payne Bruce Payne took over the role. Was that? Him I remember? don't know. It looks again. I
3: swear to God, they went to Power Rangers. It, that's what I saw. The third and fourth. I'm thinking, oh, go go Power Rangers. Where is? Why I does the
1: Wishmaster look like Ivan? Yeah,
3: right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also, before, Tommy know.
3: shows up. and <laughs> <really? laughs> Mr. Malo, Mr. Malo, Mal- says sometimes, sometimes dead
0: is better. Yeah, this is true. Ah, uh, Miss
3: Fred Gwynn. That guy was amazing.
2: God. Side note: Did you guys see that fucking sheriff? that made that comment no okay we can talk about that at some Um, other time there was a video on the internet of uh, a police involved shooting and the the sheriff is getting fucking flack because he went in front on his press conference went up and he's like why do we put so many rounds in the guy oh i saw that can't be dead enough
4: yeah <laughs> oh, yeah
3: jesus christ i saw i Bro, mean i saw the that's fucked up it's fucked up right, little, i saw i saw
2: the video too yeah it was i mean yeah. seriously though know, like it, it was a yeah. miracle yeah. that those cops made it out of their lives but,
3: it really yeah. was but really sometimes was. you got to know what not to say yeah. <laughs> right. listen that dude was just crying his boys, pro- okay
1: that but was this was his it, yeah. one famous moment, yeah. and yeah. he was going to leave an impression. He fucking
0: took
3: it. <laughs> he took that and broke a major rule of engagement. Seriously, but,
0: yeah. yeah. Check your body, mouth, right and checks. Your body can't cash, yeah. which is essentially what this movie is about. Yes. I hey. oh, oh. 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 like how I did that, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lasso
3: that shit back in.
0: <laughs> but I Alex is drinking a
3: big old jar. PP. I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: recycling. doing my part to save the planet. Uh, <laughs> so I, I thoroughly anyway, enjoyed sorry. this movie. I enjoyed the cameos that were within it. There were lots. And uh andrew Divoff really brought it. The, the creature design is great. You have great moments, like just mm. like, you know, make your wish, child. You know, and they're like, you're <laughs> pissing me off. It's, like, it's, it's so, it's so the way he jumps back and forth between the modern, I love to see when he blows his fucking head off. <laughs> He's like, she's like, I wish for you to kill yourself. Boom! Yeah, yeah. that's gonna do shit. But you know, if you yeah, want to use there your you wish go. on that, <laughs> but I you know, my if it's favorite kind of, you know, if, wish if it's any consolation right. that hurt like hell. <laughs> <laughs>
3: my favorite wish came in the second one, and you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. When Div off is in the in the prison.
4: Oh! Yeah, oh! Was, <laughs> tiny Lister. Not, the-
3: well, well yeah so he's, yeah tiny lister is there too but that's not the that's not the wish the wish is when he's talking to that that mexican gangbanger and um <laughs> he, that he was all pissed off because he didn't think you know, like his sentence wasn't going to get overturned or you know he thought that he was about to get his lawyer is about to deliver him bad news right. and he's like now i wish my lawyer just go fuck himself and then Divoff goes
0: Granted. Granted.
3: <laughs> and then he's sitting in the he's in the in the meeting with this lawyer, and his lawyer's like, "Look, great news. The evidence against you is tainted. We have to throw it out." So, we're gonna get, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he like twists up. He starts fucking himself. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: liked.
0: Uh, I did like um, uh, uh, Tiny Lister's wish. He's like, "I wish I could have five minutes alone with you in a in a room with no. It's like in a in a room with no doors, some shit like that." granted and yeah. so he's like well whatever he's like right here yeah <laughs> they
3: that use that same gag in the fourth one though I'm Like, oh, yeah you know, you know it was that.
0: funny when, when, when he when he comes out of the gem the first time and he's like all tiny and he has to grow it's like the big version you know that was Vern fucking troyer
4: really when he was like I the baby know.
0: like the, the baby version of himself and he was all tiny then he had to kind of like blah, turn it into the big version the little one that crawled that was Vern Troyer. Yeah, before he before he exploded as uh, mini Me,
3: that have been right around the same time, would not it? Because that was nineteen ninety seven. That's like
0: the same I think yeah, close. Was, I think it was. Yeah. I think yeah. I think it. The ne- next up would have been that. But yeah, that was Vern yeah. Troyer in the little the little <laughs> tiny Wishmaster costume.
3: That I, I, that part just made me laugh. Right. With that and then again the second one where they broke him out of the the statue and he's just yeah. his head with these weird arm things. I laughed at that. I thought it was funny as shit. Look, at this, this is fucking
0: goofy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, take a look. Wrote it. No last names in the house. It's Gabby Gabby. What's everybody, saying? greetings from the post-apocalypse. He is out there at Weekend Warrior, uh, mm. the the, uh, the kind of Burning Man for oh. the Mad Max Burning Man. Mad Max Burning Man.
3: Gabby. Yeah, He's pictures. Are, it right didn't now. happen. Yeah. Pictures didn't house. happen. Yeah,
0: he is sending pictures. He has been sending pictures, Wait. and they look badass. To so Weekend Wasteland, I think is what it's called. Yeah, so, that was that was Boston. last weekend, wasn't it? I There's think it's no, going uh, it? I don't know if it's over. I don't know either.
4: I
3: Man, think it's gonna last for a while. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah let us know, Roden. So um definitely. So I think uh I think it's trivia time.
1: Uh yeah, our first trivia question. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So let us share. Let us share with the audience. Here we go. Wasteland, yes. Uh Alpha K91. So yes, here we go. Here's the first trivia question of the night. Let me share with you what we're giving away for the movie. Wishmaster, we are giving away... One wish. No. Hang on.
2: I wish whoever wins goes on a date with Johnny. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. (laughs) 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 We are giving away...
2: I don't think Wasteland starts till next week, I guess.
0: Mm. A a Todd McFarlane Movie Maniacs Mint Inbox wishmaster figure and this is from the movie maniacs five series that's everybody is
2: using their google food to look up how much it's worth
0: yes so this bad boy we are giving away for this trivia question for wishmaster
3: it's not over by the way
0: i will show that and then bank that out boom and that's what we're giving away Eugene, take it away.
1: All right. Remember, there's a trivia question for each movie we talk about. So even if you don't win this one, there's still three more opportunities to win something uh, later on in the podcast. All right. So the first person to comment below in the chat with the correct answer will win. And the question is, what three horror icons did the djinn directly kill in the first Wishmaster?
3: Pay attention to the wording.
1: Pay attention. Yes. What three horror icons did the Gen directly kill in the first Wishmaster? There are a lot of horror icons, but he directly killed three of them. Name
0: all three. <laughs> Take Christopher Music Channel. Tracy Lords in the observatory <laughs> mm. yes. with the screwdriver. Yeah, I'd love to. Ob- I'd love to. <laughs> Not that screwdriver. To- oh, I'd love to observe. I was going to say with the
3: flashlight. Travis Brown. Oh, Travis Whoa.
0: Brown. Is yeah, we got an answer Good, Super Quick, yeah. yeah. So, tra- Travis Brown with the Tony Todd, Kane Hodder, and Robert Englund. That's right. In the I'm going to give you some
2: shit now, JL. Fuck you. You gave this away. It was. No, it <laughs> I never yes, said it.
0: You did. No, they yes, said, said it in the chat. And Ted Raimi. yeah it's true that's true you did highlight ah, that. Mm-hmm. but it's i did that i you know, know speaking
3: of speaking of highlighting things i want to highlight the fact that i heckled kane hodder and lived
0: because you did it was that's like, <laughs> he heckled was... kane hodder not six feet away from him
3: yep it was great
2: <laughs> that, dude was, that dude was little, but he's intimidating.
0: He wears so the Travis gloves Brown, and he's Travis like, yeah, Brown, "Congratulations!" Yes, it was Tony Todd, Kane Hodder, Robert England, the mm-hmm. Wishmaster killed Candyman, Jason, and Freddy all in the same movie. Dude, you gotta but get that cred. When you're a new icon, you gotta get that cred. We but said did killed. He? They didn't stay dead. Because obviously it was, time was reversed. yeah time time was reversed. But right. I have to give it to Kane Hodder in that scene, who had the best scene in that. When he was like, "Isn't there something that you wish for?" He's like, "I wish for you to go away." <laughs> and he was like, "No, no, then- I have
4: to." <laughs> <laughs> I have to- <laughs> <laughs> it, was it was so great. It was so great. <laughs> He's
0: like, "No, no, no." <laughs>
3: that was a good. That was a really good scene.
0: Uh, tony todd gets drowned because he gets chucked in the uh in the escape the, the the escape tank and then yeah. i can't remember how how, how did he kill because it happens in the in the third in the in the third act in the big climax at the at the big museum part did he get like That's
3: stabbed the- with a statue or some shit some weird thing like fell on him and stabbed him stabbed him or something I, like
0: did, that? Did, did, I have to go back and watch Ugh. it's been a second
3: a sarcasm is challenging your
0: uh oh he says the actors are world. not the icons
2: he said actually it's Candyman, man freddy krueger and jason
0: i said, I said
2: that. I te- technically what
0: i said candy man jason yeah
3: yeah krueger. but yeah but the answer was kane
0: Tony hodder, todd kane
4: hodder
1: horror icons can mean either the actor or the character thank you
0: eugene thank you very much so and the jordan said kane hodder having the best scene no way I, I enjoy it, made me laugh. There's I a lot of good, awesome yeah. scenes in that. There really is. A lot I of think he was being scenes. sarcastic. But oh, but oh, 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 okay. like okay. Kane Homer be being the best scene. No, no way. way. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put the sarcastic face on there, George, so we could see it. He did, it's um, in also, capital. Okay. Congratulations. Congratulations to Travis Brown. Yep. Wow, brand new listener. bro. First time joining us and he's already won a trivia. Hop uh, in
3: the Discord person. and send us your... send us your, uh... Shoot,
0: Yeah, your shipping details. Shoot yep. us your shipping details at horror at gmail.com or go to the Discord. You can contact us directly there. The mm. link is in the description. So just hit those up and let us know where we can send your figure. Okay. Alex, what do we got next? Yes, right. Alex. I'm, I'm sure you loved this movie. It
2: was, it was actually pretty good. I was going to kick it off with, let's talk about this Mediocre Project Greenlight movie, but then I actually watched it, and it was actually pretty good.
4: <laughs> Believe
3: it or not, it's. I think at the time, it was the only one that made money, or it was the only one that was successful.
2: Out of, yeah, out of Greenlight for sure. It was, uh, silly,
1: it was silly as fuck, but I've yeah, so, like seen some of the other Greenlight ones.
2: It was good. It was like a serious Shaun of the Dead, almost. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so we're talking about Feast, came out September 22nd, 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie was directed by John Gulliger, produced by Michael Leahy, uh, Joel Soyson, we'll go with that, Larry Tanz, and Andrew Jameson. Um, this one was starring Balthazar Getty, Chris, uh, Krista Allen, Josh Zuckerman, Navi Rawat, Jenny Wade, Henry Rollins, Dwayne Whitaker. Uh, and Eileen Ryan, <laughs> the grandma, uh, which, was, which was great. Um, this story revolves around a group of people gathered inside a bar in Nevada, where they're suddenly attacked by a horde of monstrous creatures, which were actually kind of fucking scary. Uh,
4: the
3: creature effects were really good. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they
2: really work. were. And uh, yeah, so they're they're in a bar, and these monsters show up, and they've got to fight their fucking way out. Which uh, it's just a fucking bloodbath, as you could imagine.
0: That Christopher News Channel serious Shaun of the Dead? How does that even work? It worked in this movie, I can guarantee you that. Yeah, really
3: <laughs> Mister Malloy, uh, yeah, the Battle of Shaker Heights it was so bad, so bad. <laughs> so
0: bad. So, but yeah, this was interesting because, and I remember, um, I remember because I my uh, family subscribed to HBO, and I remember when they announced Project Greenlight, and the, the that was kind of like it was almost like my intro into like indie film because you know at the time I was like i was aware of like you know mainstream movies but i was like in independent movies and then project greenlight came out i was like this is interesting and i remember the first movie they did was like this drama and it it did
3: yeah yeah they had there there i think there are four different iterations of project greenlight the first one they just picked they picked your script like you would write a script submit it and then you know do all this and then they if they picked you you were the one who directed it and they realized writers aren't directors (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, weird concept.
3: Yeah, uh it, that it was so bad. The the script they picked with it was so full of challenges. And honestly, Project Greenlight isn't about the movie, it's about the show, right? So yeah. they, they said, Well, we lost money in this movie. No, fuck you didn't. You made money in that show. Yeah,
0: see, it's about the it's about the process, it's about documenting like was, the process. Yeah. So yeah. if they
3: were if they were to include that that revenue from the show into the revenue that these films made, they all made money. Every, all the films made money. Uh, but then they changed it up for the, the second season to, they did a writing contest and a directing contest. That's when the Battle of Shaker Heights came out. Um, that one, I thought it was a much better idea because they, you know, two different challenges or two different roles and it worked. And then they picked the directors, they picked really these two goofballs. Like, man, why would you pick these two morons? They're all the projects they had going up Did not hold to the quality of the other directors that were in the running. I just did, I didn't agree with the picks. Um, and then HBO said we're not gonna do this show anymore, and I think it went to TNT or Sci Fi or some shit. For that's when Feast was picked, that was the third season because there was a break between the second and third season, it was like a, a year or two break, and they brought it back. For feast, that's the one that, that that got picked up, and then HBO picked it back up, and I think they did one or two more years, and that was it. I don't think they're doing Project Greenlight anymore. Yeah, they had that for a while. But yeah, yeah I, I remember it. that. I was right there with you, Jay. watching Project Greenlight, thinking, "Hey, that could be me one day."
0: That's it was, awesome. yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was kind of like, "Wow," I mean, you know, just kind of like these grassroots guys coming out of nowhere. I can make movies too. And it was like that was my first introduction to independent film. And kind of like, you know, I could be a filmmaker. He was like, I don't have to go to like, you know, before that, you have this idea. I got to go to film school. I got to know the right people. I have to, you know, do all this. You know, this could be, you know, eventually it'd be big movies. It's like, no, you could just make a fucking movie. And when you look at how they go through that process and while, yeah, it's HBO, they're going to have access to equipment and shit that, you know, you normally don't because they have the resource, they have HBO resources. But they also have a million dollars to play with. Yeah, I was and gonna that's what that's what the budget was. Get a million dollars right. to shoot this movie, and I was like, wow. I mean, I've never had that. But then again, you know, it taught me how to do a lot with very, very little, which is why you can shoot a movie for ten grand and get a really solid product. So and that was yeah, that was that was kind of my entrance to that. I really, really enjoyed uh, Project Greenlight, but this one was great because Feast, not what you'd expect. No.
2: Fuck, and I totally forgot. Fucking Jason Mewes was in this too.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, what the fuck was his
2: edgy cat? <laughs>
4: yeah, but I, I mean, right I
0: love, I absolutely adore self-aware comedy. Um, you know, like hair, like you know, like hero. And then you know, heroin number one, heroin number two, and I fucking love that. You know that they that they have this self awareness, this comedy. The movie did not take itself too seriously, but God dang, they dumped a good chunk of the budget in the monster design on these. Yeah, for sure. This one, okay, so yeah,
2: a little bit of pushing back. I I was reading that it was uh, their budget was like three million dollars, and I think it only grossed like six hundred fifty eight thousand. And so it kind of sucks that they didn't really you know make it off the top. Because they had that three million dollar budget and you can tell. You know, it's not just like mm-hmm. some fucking uh, you know, in your house, you know, make you know, there was some money into this and you could fucking tell and then it just didn't do so great right off the bat. I think this movie would do better now than it did then, honestly.
0: Yeah, it was just fine and um I, well at least it didn't do i mean the first one didn't do extremely well but i'm pretty sure like johnny said they recouped a lot of that budget from hbo that's how yeah. they made money on that because the movie did get two sequels there's feast right. two yeah. sloppy there's feast two sloppy seconds yeah and then feast three the the final course or the I can't last what meal. That. Something no. of that nature, but Feast 2 Sloppy Seconds is hilarious. It gets yeah. we actually, Feast 2 actually had Cassie Shay Watson in, and Cassie Shay was actually on Week in Horror. Which I think she was like our, our fourth guest on the yeah, show.
2: Was, that was at the beginning for sure. Yeah,
0: that was. Yeah. She was That's great. Okay. That was
2: right when the pandemic started, too. So. What was she
0: talking about in Feast 2? There was a scene with a cat. There was like a cat that was on set. They decided to use it for a horror scene. It's like one of the monsters fucks the cat. Yeah. <laughs> it, was <so laughs> it was so fucking crazy. Uh, and the George says, uh, uh, "says What movie are we on, boys? Just gone from work. We are on Feast. We just it's our second,
1: our first. second film. Ah,
0: thank you, and the George Feast three, the happy finish. <laughs> gross, <laughs> 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 but yes, very disgusting. But um, I love self-aware comedy. I love self-aware horror, especially self-aware horror comedy. I mean, we can laugh as much as this movie. But that I think that's the only way a movie this gross could could actually, you know." resonate with anybody was because of the level of comedy i laughed my ass off as much as i kind of like because like oh I'm, you know, fucking disgusting <laughs> and it just got worse were it just they get more gross and more funny the further along it went so i no, love was the good. fact that the yeah. uh, these guys managed to put this thing together and, and have this much fun but the monster design is, is is one of the coolest i think there was another one there's another horror movie we recently watched called i was it animal i think it was animal that was about a bunch of monsters that was actually somewhat similar in design to this one um with the you know, like the kind of like quadruped long arms almost gorilla kind of build mm-hmm. and long, you know long, big ass claws and then the yeah. long yeah yeah mm-hmm. so got kind of the same got of same vibe off of that one that one i believe is available on amazon on amazon uh, maybe youtube i'm sorry I mean, amazon maybe um netflix but uh, a good little horror movie about called animal i think it was about some people trapped in a national forest by a bunch of monsters so, but this one was cool. I really enjoyed it. Easy setting, and just goes to show you: all you need is we like one setting and a bunch of people in costumes ripping apart. Uh, that was a Gas the gas station restaurant, the diner. Yeah, diner. Yeah, and then <laughs> um, tearing you know, tearing it up. All the uh, gas Can-
3: station.
0: Alpha Canyon says, "I did I did a one day job for Project Greenlight. What are the odds?
3: Wow, very cool. cool.
0: That's awesome. That's fucking amazing. Yeah."
2: That's crazy because Project Greenlight wasn't uh wasn't the executive producers on that like fucking bit, like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon yeah. and um, Yeah, because yeah, well, so Ben
1: Affleck and Matt Damon got their start on like in making indie films. And so when basically once at that point they kind of hit it big, the idea was for them to help other filmmakers get their big break because you get a million dollars. Honestly, there are a lot of great filmmakers out there that they just need the opportunity. That's, oh, only that's
0: the only thing they're missing. That's the only thing they're lacking, and that's God, why. God, speaking
2: of at the beginning of the chat, at the beginning of the show, they were talking about dogma. <laughs> it's, it's like it's <laughs> kind of a weird fucking circle we just made there.
0: And and I mean, but that's just pretty much it. A lot of these people, they just need the opportunity to do so. And just like this, the internet, what the internet has done for us, YouTube, what YouTube has done for us, has given us the opportunity to do the very same thing. We were able to create a show. You know, that we pretty much put out there, you guys enjoyed enough. Our patrons enjoyed enough to support us. You guys listen every fucking week. You come out and hear us talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Your support has enabled us to do that very same fucking thing. So there you have it.
2: It's our very own Project Greenlight. Kevin Project
0: Greenlight. Greenlight. Ivy Gibbs is Kevin Smith gave him it a start. Let's see. If I remember uh Kevin Smith, he did cast Ben Affleck in he cast Ben Affleck in Mall Rats. And yeah. he cast him in Chasing Amy. Um, Matt Damon was cast in Chasing Amy in a small role as the assistant to uh, Brian O'Halloran's executive when they're talking about the uh, the cartoon, Matt the Damon. cartoon. Sorry. Um, did they do? Wait, wait. Did uh, did? But didn't they do? Uh,
1: Their big break was Goodwill Hunting.
0: Goodwill Hunting. Didn't they do yeah. Goodwill Hunting before they showed up in the Viewers universe?
1: Uh, I think it was it was around the same time. I around know. The same time? I know Goodwill Hunting messed up Saving Private Ryan. Oh, uh, because so they actually Matt Damon filmed his scene for Saving Private Ryan before he did uh, Goodwill Hunting, oh. and Steven Spielberg wanted to cast a nobody. So they find Ryan and It's just no no name you don't recognize. It's just another face on it. But Goodwill Hunting had a faster turnaround and was released six months before Saving Private Ryan did. Gotcha. And he was so, still a
3: no name. I mean, honestly, some people were starting to, to catch on who he oh, was. <laughs> and I mean, that did, that movie did like throw them into the spotlight, but yeah. it was still, he was still fresh enough that he kind of got away. People were like, he, hey, he, I think that's that guy. You know what I mean?
1: He and was, the Jordan. Was, was, no, because there's a lot there. First of all, a lot of women loved Matt Damon. And it, Goodwill Hunting won a bunch of awards already.
3: Right. No, no, no. All I day. get it.
1: Yeah. And so, I mean, Steven Spielberg at that point, movie, his movie's done. It's like, I like, can't. I, I, I like really yeah,
3: shooting shit. <laughs> All right.
0: And the George said, You did say Love Feast, really funny. When the monsters ate their spawn and they made two more in seconds, I was shook it uh yes there was great shit like that was in feeds that's what made it f- fantastic and yes travis brown yondu yondu was in mall rats yeah mm-hmm. that was michael rooker kicking ass interesting fact michael rooker was bald in that because originally kevin smith wrote a script for superman called superman reborn and the person he envisioned for uh, lex, lex luthor, luthor was michael rooker so he intended to do that but that project got scrapped it never happened so A bald Michael Rooker is how he got his Lex Luthor, and that was in Mallrats. That's why the the, he wanted to play like the whole, like you know, the evil genius behind the whole show and everything. It was like that was his Lex Luthor. That's how Kevin Smith got his Lex Luthor. But how dare you says Chasing Amy sucks? I will fight you, my (laughs) friend. Those are fucking fighting words. Fighting (laughs) words. Chasing Amy still Kevin Smith's best film he's ever made. Greatest film he's ever made. I and Tony Rajim says, "I'd love a Jane, Saul, and Silent Bob horror film. Hopefully, we'll get one soon. It's called Moose Jaws. I'm hoping yeah. he'll, find he'll one day finish, <laughs> yeah. you know, finish up his Great White North trilogy. These guys, apparently and supposedly, Jane, Saul, and Silent Bob are supposed to die in that. That that will be the death of them. And hopefully, he'll finish that after he finishes Clerks Three. Um, let me see here. Uh, I know somebody said that. Oh, uh, Travis President, I've seen Tusk from Kevin Smith, and it was all right. Tusk was amazing, and I, I mean, <laughs> I I thought it was great." And he also said he sent us his... Oh, cool. Got your info. I just got the email. So, got the... Yep. Uh, uh, Travis. So, that'll work. Um, who, uh, There was one other thing that somebody mentioned. Um, Oh, Mr. Lord said, The Boys from County Hell is a good self-aware horror comedy, plus a great pogue song.
4: Mm. Mm.
0: And Travis Brown said, Would love to see Crazy Nick Cage as Superman. That would have been amazing.
2: That would have been. What do you mean, would have been? That could still happen.
0: Oh, maybe one day. It could. I, mean, I, could, certainly play, I could certainly play Superman. <laughs>
3: I could nice. play Superman if... Oh, uh, no, Kryptonite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the Kryptonite. Not the Kryptonite. <laughs> Where's my Oscar? <laughs> Calm down there, um, Leo.
0: Johnny, Johnny, that looks fine. What you typed in the private chat, that looks okay. great. All right. So, um, man, I think it's trivia time.
2: I think so. Send. I
3: think we can. Do- so yeah. What
0: do you do think, Alex? Is it trivia time? I, I
2: think no. it is fucking trivia time.
0: Let's share what we're gonna give away in the trivia.
3: All right, let's talk about Feast some more.
2: Why?
0: Here Not we I'm go.
3: So <laughs> we're done get those fingers ready. ready.
0: Get that Google food ready because here's our second trivia prize of the night. We're giving away an original feast one uh one shot or sorry, original feast um one cider. <laughs>
3: You got it. Are you sure? One
0: side. Sorry, I was just showing one shot, one you know, like that. But original face. That's Feast. what Tracy said.
2: Oh damn! Oh, wow, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make
4: any
0: fucking sense. It's it, man, it, no, it, but it still
3: fucking it, it got still it. worked.
0: Yep. So there you have it. We're giving <laughs> away. I'm just trying to move on with the show.
3: I know, I know, but it's fun. It's fun messing with you a little bit.
0: And so we'll be giving that away for this trivia question. So get those fingers ready, Alex.
2: All right. The writers of Feast, Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan, also created what horror icon that was intended to be a Saw prequel? Again, the writers of Feast, Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan, also created what horror icon that was intended to be a Saw prequel?
3: Now, are we looking for the icon specifically, or will we take the film as well?
0: Uh, I think it's the same thing, isn't uh, it? uh, Jesus Christ, Alex. (laughs) First one in the live chat wins... First one in the live chat wins the Feast movie poster. (laughs) Tribute question, Christopher Music Channel. Tribute question two. Tracy Lord's in the cafeteria with a kumquat. (laughs) 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 Tony Regime said the tall man. No, not quite. Although Angus Scrim was a legend. So... So, first one in the live chat gets it. One more time. The writers of Feast, Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan, also created what horror icon that was intended originally to be a Saw prequel. Mm -hmm. Looking for that answer. Looking for that answer. Travis Brown, first one. Sarcasm
1: is in the house. Congratulations. Nice. Nice.
0: Nice. Correct. That's the one. That is the Collector. Yes, the collector was originally originally supposed to be a Saw prequel film called The Midnight Man. But it got taken out pretty much as they scrapped that idea, continued on with more Saw sequels instead of doing a prequel, and we got The Collector, which actually I actually love that movie. The Collector, which and the collector, was a
3: huge mistake for Saw.
0: I can't I cannot wait for I not uh, the, agree with the, you
2: more Johnny.
3: The Collector, that I can't wait for the Collector the, the
0: Collector 3 will be fantastic. So um and the George said "Yep, yeah, it was bad. The Collector.
3: So many bad films after the first Saw film. They should have won with the. So they should have won with the collector. collector. Uh, yeah. Some examples yeah.
2: are Saw 9.
3: Oh, you stopped at eight. No, well, I the the oh, one with the the one spiral with Chris Rock.
1: Yeah, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. No Jigsaw? spiral. spiral. Jigsaw. Spiral
0: was actually quite good. Yeah, spiral. Spiral it was it was an improvement. Travis Brown says Kevin McAllister is Jigsaw is a young kid it's actually pretty funny that's a yeah. pretty
3: funny the family-friendly uh family
0: friendly version. Of yeah. so congratulations to sarcasm it was the collector you win the original feast one sheet we really appreciate that we appreciate that so let's uh we got a third one. let's move on to a third one yeah johnny. sure let's
2: burn through let's go johnny Journey what do we got all right talk about some more fucking communism because you yeah, fucking talk about on this podcast speaking I, of talking
3: about this one Speaking of Kevin Smith, let's talk about a 2011 American independent horror thriller film called Red State, written and directed by Kevin Smith, starring Michael Perks, John Goodman, Michael was that Igran? yeah, we'll say that. Melissa Leo and Steven Root. This is an interesting film. Uh, teenagers Travis, Jar- mm, interesting Travis, Jared, and Billy Ray drive to meet a woman named Sarah in response to an invitation for group sex. And we all know what happens when sex is involved in horror films. Mm-hmm. Along the way, side turns the accident of a vehicle the blinds. Ba-dow, 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 Tracy Lord shows up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> With D. Wallace. With D. Wallace. Man, oh man. Now he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> <wear> <laughs> oh geez uh, anyway red state a lot of fun um independent horror film kevin smith tracy
0: uh, d tracy d Tracy. does it matter <laughs>
1: <laughs> it can only become so erect right now
4: <laughs> i can't get any longer so <laughs> <laughs> <get> it's <laughs> already I can't get any more blood to pump through it.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, fucking tenacious oh, oh, D. <laughs>
3: Demonetize. <There's> Google <laughs> moderators about to come in and shut our shit down. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, dude, our FBI agent's laughing his ass off. You know it. I that's that's right.
3: true. The FBI's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, let doesn't slide because I know who these, I know who both <laughs> these actresses are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like it's like in fucking uh, it's like in Clerks too. You got the one dude on the side.
1: Fucking a! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kelly and the sexy stud. There you
0: go. I just, I always love that scene. I fucking love that scene. Him going on about Lord of the Rings and just shitting all over Lord Randall, shitting on Lord of the Rings. Yo, how about the second movie? Oh, <laughs> this is the one guy. This is one guy. He just burger
3: yeah anyway red state lots yes. of fun people die it's you know mm-hmm. what are you gonna do what are you gonna do
0: not get laid apparently not get laid yeah, apparently get laid. that's like
3: that's the, i think that's the moral of the story don't try and get laid
0: never try and get laid it's terrible never. bad for you hey
1: i decide how i'm going out
0: <laughs> right so to I did have the now. I picked this one for me. Obviously, um, I love uh for those who know uh, those who know my personal channel. You love I Kevin actually, Smith. I love Kevin Smith. Yeah. I love talking about this this you know particular subject because I mean on my personal YouTube channel, that's what I do. And I love it because this was his first foray into horror film. So the guy who was renowned, you know, for clerks and you know, like you know, Dick and Fart jokes is how you know Blunt Man and Chronic, you know, came out with Red State and it was shocking. Um it was, I mean, creepy in that respect because mm. there's nothing supernatural about it. This is legitimately just, you know, people right. on people violence. Not to mention the fact that, uh, you know, who he, you know, where the inspiration from this thing came from is wild. And there was a parallel there because we have this podcast, Week in Horror, and we, we, we talk about horror movie shit all the time. And the very seeds for Red State started on his podcast when he uh, threw the Smodcast podcast. And uh, unlike Tusk, where they actually planned the whole thing out and they actually, you know, talked about it there. The scenes for this were because of Kevin Smith's background. You know, he's a he's a former, you know, he would think he was raised Roman Catholic and he is very familiar with the funded with the fundamentalist movement out there. And of course, his movie Dogma, which put him in the crosshairs of people like this. Cause you know, there were a lot of people that dogma made very, very angry. So his response to that was to make Red State, which I mean, I have to admit. Michael Parks and John Goodman. Holy shit! Both of them mm. were phenomenal yeah. in this one. I mean, Michael Parks was scary as fuck, and you should know Michael. For those who don't know Michael Parks, Michael Parks from from Dust Till Dawn. He was the sheriff from Kill Bill. He yeah. was the sheriff, uh, same character. He was sheriff in that one, and he was also the uh, the Mexican pimp that Beatrix goes to talk to in Kill Bill too. Um, and he was in Tusk. He was the the the, uh, the uh, evil yeah you know, the guy who cuts Justin legs uh, Justin Long's legs off
3: the guy um, who made Tusk
0: yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. and so Michael Parks legendary actor goes in there giving it all he's got um, fucking loved it so much and just terrifying in that respect but the journey from laying the seeds of the film in the podcast cultivating those through his fandom and then boom all of a sudden we have a horror film which in essence is what we did. We planted the seeds, you know, we bring people on, we talk to guests, and then all of a sudden, we have a horror movie on our hands, which is pretty fucking badass.
2: We sure did plant seeds. You got the horror movie seed, I've got a child inside, you know.
1: Just plant seeds everywhere. Plant
2: seeds all over the place. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
4: (laughs) Look <laughs> his face! Look at his face! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's.
3: I don't know if he's mad or if he's frozen, but
4: he's working. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> hey, I can I say that I, I got the I only week in jealous, horror baby.
0: <laughs> yes, this is true. This is true. Yes, Alex did had did, did did produce the first week in horror baby. Travis Brown, yes, Tusk is like a Tales from the Crypt episode. Yes, it was.
3: Yep. This one kind
0: of was too, in that sense. Just a cautionary tale, you know. Obviously, yeah. You know, yeah.
3: Um, don't have sex ever. <laughs> oh,
0: shit.
1: Well, don't take invitations why... for sex right. at night from somebody you've never met before.
3: That should right. just be common knowledge, right? I mean, look, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your own parts, but you know what I mean. You talk like about
2: ever had a one night stand.
3: I'm not saying I've never, I'm not saying that, right. I'm saying it's not the most intelligent thing to <laughs> yeah. do with all the weird stuff true. that goes around. Okay. You know, because really the, this, we could look at, we could look at this film as an allegory for many different things, right? Mm-hmm. Like promiscuity. You can look at uh, the horror film, how it treats promiscuity as an allegory for, you know, uh, like Jason Voorhees could be considered herpes, you know, uh, you sure you can get rid of him by the end of the film, but he always comes back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's
2: the only time I've ever heard that fucking analogy. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that
4: was a good one, but it works.
3: <laughs> oh, I will use Jason Voorhees because you know his. Obviously, there's a there's a lot of sex base in that
0: one. But and he says it's been a while. I'll take my chance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see him like also. He's like strapped up in a cage, and he's like, I couldn't have avoided this in any way whatsoever. Right. God damn it, Johnny. Me?
3: I'm tired of you being right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, like I said, the 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 allegorical look at the problem of sin, I guess we'll put it out there, even though JL loves that word.
2: This is just I rag on J O episode. I know, right?
0: <laughs> oh, I, oh, oh wait. you must be really that that roast I did of you at 5k, that must have really hit. Because you're hitting me hard tonight.
3: It's been a while. <gasps> wait a minute. So you long act long. like you so act long. like I don't hit you hard every night.
2: I was gonna say, Yeah, Ooh, not Lord. this much.
0: I'm not so much the focus.
1: Not not Hey, this listen,
2: year. that's that's the only fans, Johnny. You can't tell oh, people about that. Sorry.
1: You gotta put up this comment from Ryan. <laughs> Jason,
0: <For> Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Fourpies, for Jason
4: Fourpies.
3: <laughs> you gotta send, you gotta send Ryan one of those weekend horror stickers for that one.
4: Ryan and
0: Nance, <laughs> just that was nothing.
3: You gotta send him a sticker for that one. That was good.
0: Ryan, that was funny as fuck. Um, yo, Ryan, yes. Shoot, uh, go to week, gmail.com. The email address is down in the description. Or hit us and go to our Discord. Message us to Discord. Send us. Send me your shipping information. I'm going to send you something. So I'm going to send you something from the <laughs> That <vault>. was good. <laughs> That's one of the best comments I've seen in a long time.
4: <laughs> that was
0: that was hilarious. So yeah, we're going to get that. That was that was good to go. Yeah, Ryan, we're going to send you something from the Week Horror Vault. Uh. <laughs> So yeah, shoot. Uh, hop on the Discord or just email us your shipping information, and uh, we'll, well, I'm gonna send you something. Something cool. <laughs> that that, was, like, that totally like just like derailed me. I was like, uh, where I was like Jason Burpees? <laughs> so anyway, so. But this particular film, um, I have to admit, being you know given the content that I do on my other channel, this this is fucking freaky obviously nothing supernatural about it, you know, and you have the contrasting characters of Michael Parks and John Goodman. John Goodman is always phenomenal. I've loved him in everything he's ever done. Oh, you know, going all the way back to Chud when he was just a cop in the diner during that mm-hmm. movie. But, yep. um, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I grew up with him on Roseanne, but then you look at the movies he's done uh, Fallen was a particularly good one. He was amazing in, and I oh, like, yeah,
4: this yeah,
3: yeah. I, I forget about that. I forget about that movie. Uh, until somebody brings it up and i think outside of denzel's uh, performance i thought his the john goodman's performance was the best
0: to them their chemistry was fantastic they play you know they played partners and they worked so well together john goodman has great chemistry with everybody it was fantastic and oh brother it's true
1: yeah, yeah. Like, I've, ne- I've never seen him on screen have bad chemistry with anybody right even roseanne Barr. yeah
4: yeah. <laughs>
1: like, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> what the fuck just sick. happened? Uh, her, her Roseanne Barr's Playboy issue.
0: Uh, mm. and, and he's a weekend horror OnlyFans for two weeks, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, but that is true. Yeah, John Goodman is. I don't think I've seen him in a bad movie. I love. I mean, his, I don't uh, think. I don't. I take the back. I don't think I've seen a. I don't think I've seen a movie that was bad because of John Goodman. Uh, he's definitely elevated. Like in Arachnophobia, oh, yeah. his character in Arachnophobia was fucking great. When
0: he busts out the
3: twin guns, <laughs> busts out the twin guns, my and then ass. after after Jeff Daniels kills the you know the big hand spider, he's he oh thank God he goes oh don't mention it picks him up you know just all of a sudden that's great just like great stuff out of him you know. Uh,
2: he, absolutely, my favorite fucking John Goodman role was in The Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Oh, oh big you Lebowski? want a toe? Yeah. I can get you a toe.
0: I will get you, I'll get you yeah I'll get you, to, I'll get you to with nail with polish on it. Pulls the
2: fucking gun out in the middle of the fucking Market fucking nailing. eight
0: market mm. fucking zero yep. Pokey, you're entering a world of pain. You're entering a world of pain.
3: Yep. <laughs> but but yes, yeah. But um, yeah, and I his, love that his... I
0: love that scene at the very very end when Michael Parks, you know, they're out there, it's a big confrontation. The FBI's on the scene, Goodman's trying to you know, like control the situation, it's fucking out of control, and all of a sudden the trumpets. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the like this, and then we go to find and then we, we had that great moment where it's like he's like screaming in Goodman's face, like Parks is like, ah, oh, the end is nigh, like that. And then it cuts away, and then he's just So yeah, I headbutted the fuck out of him because <laughs> or like, like he was like, So he got in my face, so I headbutted him because there was a bunch of weed dealers next door that hated them, so they decided to play these giant trumpets, they thought it was a deal. it's like, So I you know, I punched him in the face, <laughs> and you know, and then they threw him in the and then they throw him in prison. And a funny little cameo. He's in the prison. Michael Park's in the prison. He's in his little cell. He's going on and on about uh, fucking... He's like he's reciting scripture shit. Then someone from somewhere in the in jail yells, shut the fuck up. Somewhere, some way, that's how the movie ends. That shut the fuck up was Kevin Smith.
4: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
2: Makes sense. So that's what it's it.
3: saying. Even says, John Goodman as Fred Flintstone. Looks that movie sucks different. But not because of John Goodman.
1: Not because of John yeah, Goodman. see, yeah, John Goodman has done not many bad movies. He's done bad movies before, but it's never like his performance was bad. He he has never yeah right.
3: yeah, right, yeah, right, that, that, that yeah. Saying that, saying that was
1: him and Rick Moranis.
0: Yeah,
3: and yeah. Rosie O'Donnell, and this' just a bad movie.
0: And him the, and Rick, Rick, Rick could have been the and only friend from Third Rock from the Sun.
3: There was no mom from the third rock the No, you know,
0: the 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 well, in the family, the Theo, they were aliens, but she was posing as the. That was the sister. 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 It was yeah. sister. that was yeah. it. okay about yeah. yeah. well, her. She's, she's what tall. was her
3: name? God, what was her name? She oh, was married to the, like, Charlie, to the Charlie Welsh, King Ralph. King Ralph, I remember that. When I saw it in theaters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> remember <he's> <laughs> night the the of, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <top> of, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did They go. They take him out to go play cricket. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. oh good stuff good stuff but yeah i absolutely love this movie and it was fucking freaky and especially for those of us i know we have many people here in the in the chat who live you know in the you know what we consider the bible belt live down here in the south it's a very real thing you see him on the corners you see him around uh thank you glober mom it was kirsten yep. johnson was in third rock from the sun so appreciate that and you it's know that's what made person. it all the freakier because you watch this and you know the that's the, a stone
3: that's not but a stone's throw from mine and jl's freaking doorstep alex's too
0: yeah hell yeah Eugene, they're you're, everywhere you're
3: there yeah but uh like jl moved closer to that
0: that i'm mentality. actually further up in it yeah there's um yeah there's you actually got deep
3: up in that you said ah, <laughs> not just a tip i want to oh, all the shaft too.
0: <laughs> Walls to the fucking holy bible walls i mean pretty much
2: no, but seriously, you're not you're not kidding with that. But it's not just people out in the streets yelling the end is nigh. There's so many like established, even successful people that push this fucking agenda that's yep. kind of like maybe you're on the extremist side. Mm. And now, even with this movie being how how long ago was this movie? Twenty eleven? Yeah, 10, 10, yeah. yeah, ten years? Yeah, ten years now now on Facebook I've noticed if you go into groups that are kind of even leaning one way or another, you'll get a little pop-up notification that says Do your friends seem to be a little too prepared? And they are like asking you to report extremism now. And so there's like this weird internet. Now it's 10 years later. Now Facebook, Instagram shit is established. Now they're starting to dig into that. Like if you see something, say something. Because these people are getting a little out of hand. And that's, you know, this movie kind of shows you what happens if you don't keep that shit in fucking check.
0: Mm despite i mean despite the the very creepy story thing one other thing i wanted to jump on this one and despite how relatable it is because we see it almost every day in some form whether it's the internet or in real life another interesting thing about red state was more about the behind the scenes on this one and that was what kevin smith decided to do after the fact was when he was going to release it because you know it's a kevin smith film and it wasn't a studio film it was independent it wasn't like cop out you know so we all heard the legendary tales off of cop out But he pretty much challenged the establishment on this one and went balls to the fucking wall, pissed off a lot of fucking people. And some people thought that his career was over after Red State, despite the fact that this is a great fucking movie. But it was because he kind of you know challenged the establishment on this one.
1: Yeah, he really did. So he did something that was actually unheard of. And so one of the things that one of the things about the system that Kevin Smith was upset about was he got established through the system. So he made, so he made clerks and then clerks was bought by a studio and it had to go to the process. Well, a lot of people don't know. It took seven years for clerks to turn a profit, despite Mm -hmm. how cult and how great and how many people talk about it. It took seven years for it. So when he did red state, like I said, he did red state himself, funded it himself, everything like that, not big studio. Kevin Smith announced that he would pick a distributor based off of who would show up to the Sundance premiere. Mm-hmm. Already well-established director. Most of, like I said, most of the time distributors are done way ahead of time, and you don't get an opportunity to get a director of Kevin Smith's status that you may be able to walk in and buy. So, of course, every distributor is there. It packed house for the screening of it. All these people looking and prepared for offers to go buy the buy the rights to move so they could distribute it. They watched the movie and then Kevin Smith announced that he's going to do it himself. And every distributor there in the theater was like, what? Yep. You, we, we wasted our time, not just feeling the move, but you, we were prepared to negotiate and do deals and stuff like that. And Kevin Smith was like, I told you I would pick a distributor who was in the theater. That's me. Instead, I'm going to go, I'm going to do a tour of the film and then release it on DVD and Blu-ray, which he made his money back off of the very first appearance over yeah. in New York. So he already he made he made a million dollars off of the like the first show mm-hmm. but Pete Studios were furious. Distributors what a were legend, furious. <laughs> and like they and the producer was like I had no idea I, I I didn't know I just came out of left field. I this was not my idea I had no part of it. Mm-hmm. All this other kind of stuff, but yeah, I mean, they were upset. Oh yeah, (laughs) there were there were fuckers that were calling for his head. They're saying that his career
0: is over. He's done. No one's gonna no one's gonna distribute for him anymore. That the level of disrespect that he showed us, and in essence, he kind of did. I mean, I was you know reading over the history, reading what people said, and then I was kind of like uh, I was like he kind of pulled a Bill James. He showed that it can be done differently. Mm -hmm. Bill James, who you know sabermetrics reinvented baseball. He kind of did the same thing. You don't need these fucking distributors in order to get your goddamn movie out there and make a fucking profit. As a matter of fact, he legit cut the middleman out himself. And as long as you're willing to go out and do the legwork, you yeah. can make your money back. As long as your your movie is sound, you got a good movie, you got a good fucking product. You're gonna put it out there. People want to see it. Well, guess what? Sometimes he recognized. Sometimes the distributors they get in the fucking way. There's and you know that's million.
3: not a that's not an original idea either. He got that, he got that idea from the digital music industry, how it was, how digital music changed the way that people could yeah. use, you know, used to back before, you know, back mm-hmm. before the two thousands, if you didn't have big money pushing your product, you couldn't be an independent artist when you could, you weren't going to make any money. So
1: but you regime. weren't, you weren't going to be, you weren't going to be big because right. I remember right. when, uh, Radiohead, they finished their record deal. And everybody expecting them to sign another deal or anything like that because you got yeah, a band man. of that stature. And Radiohead said, "No, we're good." Yeah, they're like, Dumb, "Are you Dumb, not going to sign Dumb. with anybody?" Right? Like, no, we don't have to.
3: Yeah, we have the platform.
1: Thing. We distribute music how we want.
3: Right. So
2: two the same that, thing. Yeah, and look at how that fucking shaped the music, the independent music industry. Now right. you got people out here making you know their first million in the first year, as opposed to having to wait six, seven years to make that first million independently. Because they can, they can piggyback off of people like right. Radiohead, and that's. Yeah, I yeah, mean, look at.
3: I'm not a fan, but look at what Billie Eilish did. Her and her yeah. brother. Look at what fucking Tom that.
2: McDonald did.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. Macklemore did the same thing. Macklemore, yeah. same thing. Yeah.
2: You know what, Macklemore? I saw him one of his first shows with Ryan Lewis um, in Minneapolis at a music festival. I think it was Soundset. Years and years and years ago, showed up. It was brand fucking new. Nobody had ever heard of him before. He gets up on stage. Everybody's like, "Holy shit." And then like six months later, he's on the fucking radio. And that's like, I mean, like, and like, that was like uh thrift shop. Uh, I'd seen him before that. And so, yeah, it's just, they can, it's like that. You mm-hmm. Get now your fucking family. name out there. The right people hear you. Social well, media. I,
0: it's like they said, the first one through the door always gets bloody. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. The first one to to pull a move is always going to get smacked. And yeah, Kevin Smith got Mm -hmm. hit on this one. There were people who did this, but I mean, he
3: almost immediately recovered. It wasn't like it was a minor, yeah, it was a minor bump in his career. I, yeah, it was just
0: just the trades. It was, it was, they just lambasted him in the trades, right? And I mean, that's what I mean, that's all they really what was the next
3: movie he put out after that, after Red State? Um. Uh
0: Was that twenty eleven? It, 2011?
3: it would have been uh, what Was 2012? that because it, I mean it did well? Whatever it was, I can't remember what it was.
0: I'd have to go. I have to go back. Yeah, I'd I'd go that's up. what I'm looking, yeah. up. What, I'm looking Tony, up. Tony Regime up. says he managed to edit the film enough to show it at the wrap party two days after filming, after yeah, finishing principal photography. What a badass!
3: <laughs> so and, after Red State was Tusk.
0: That's because I was going to uh, say that, it wasn't Tusk. No. That's because what uh, what how Kevin Smith operates is that he edits while he's shooting. So in his head, he's editing what he wants. And then once he's got it, he takes the dailies, then he edits them that night. And then they go back and they finish. So he'll make the small cuts he needs. Then he just needed a few days to put the things together in the right order. And then then run it and basically show a rough cut of it. So, and Ivy Giffy says, that is because Kevin Smith don't give a flying fuck. And he does not. (laughs) What a
2: troll, though. Just take a fucking, he's like trolling the shit out of these people. And... Also showing the world that the American dream still exists, and it was just amazing. It's
1: fantastic. It's just it's nice to know because you have these gatekeepers that in the artistic community is like you have to have you have to have somebody take Mm -hmm. take your art and be like we can control how successful you are. Right. And this is the first time in history where no, the artist can actually become a name for themselves as long as your product is. Good. You have access to the cameras. You have access to the program. You have access to the the musical equipment. If you know what you're doing, you can put out a good product. Mm-hmm. You will make it.
0: Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was was important. And I thought that was brilliant, and it showed anybody out there trying to make a movie. You can do it too. If you, I mean, you can believe in your product, but if you know you've got something really solid, if people look at this thing and go, "Yeah, this is going to be an amazing product." Put it out there. You don't need the middleman. It's harder. You have to be willing to do the legwork. Kevin literally put together a caravan and went around the country to do screenings. And that was, in essence, that's that's how he made his profit off the movie. He made his profit. He made the money back. I mean, that was pretty much how he did it. Going with a distributor, you're all looking at how they're going to the, control the distribution. They're going to choose the weekend of releases. They're going to choose the theaters it goes to. Mm-hmm. He was like, fuck that. I'm going out of my name alone, and I will rent the theaters. To do the showings where I want to show them, and right. it, and not only that, it wasn't big ass name theaters. He went to independent theaters, like in Dallas, they got the Inwood or the Angelica. He went to small theaters that need that kind of attention mm-hmm. in order to stay alive. So, I mean, that's how you can do it. So, there you go, Kevin Smith setting the example. That's why I love the dude so much. All right, it I is think a think it's little. A, bit,
3: it's a little bit. It's last kind of thing to say, and it mm-hmm. is kind of a bit of a you know. <laughs> I don't, okay, look, it's a little dishonest to say that you can do what Kevin Smith did. Um because it's not like this was his first film. He well, was already true, yeah, established. established. He he had yeah. put he did go through the gatekeepers, he did put his do pay his dues, so to speak. So I guess he does
2: not fucking like it.
3: Well, no, for sure, yeah. But he still had that, you know, he still had the ability because of Chasing Amy, because of Mallrats, because of clerks, because of all these other successes that he had, you know. Um he had the ability. So it's a is little it. bit, it's a little different than saying, Hey, anybody with a camera can make a film and do what Kevin Smith did because running out theaters is expensive. And the four of us get together, we can't go, Hey, guys, we're going to show a uh, nail gun here. And people, and like, Theater houses, are like, Yeah, okay, cool. Five grand a night. Yeah. You okay. know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Whereas though, if, Kevin Smith,
3: whereas if Kevin Smith, did, run, yes. Even even the place even if I guarantee, well, I don't know about the AMC, like AMC movie theaters, whatnot. He probably could have done it though. He probably could have said, Hey, look, guys, i want gonna show this film here. I'm Kevin Smith. They'd be like, All right, cool. Yeah, are you gonna promote it? Yeah, I'll promote it. Don't worry. Yeah, let's do it. You well, know what I mean? So he had that, you know, he had that that he had already paid his he, due. Did,
1: he does have a leg up. That's just true. Yeah. oh, yeah, he has he has that name. But the thing is, like I said, it starts off with the names. as we talk about music, you're not right. gonna have some no main band. In the very beginning, go like, oh no, mm-hmm. I don't need a record deal or something like that. It takes Radiohead, Nine Inch Nails, Tool, King Shambie
2: cannibals. cannibals, King Shaming Cannibals,
1: and then people are gonna go, okay, and then you start getting the hits like Macklemore and Billy Eilish and stuff like that who come up. Where the heck mm-hmm. can avoid that?
0: And Ivy Gentry says, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith proves stoners can do anything.
1: Stoners They're
3: can do anything.
0: Can. Nerd Journal, hey Nerd Journal, good to see. I you. thank you for joining us. You can make it short and put it on YouTube, and catch a few million views. That's true. There you that go. is true. All right, so I think it is trivia time. trivia All time. Right.
3: Trivia time. Trivia, what are we time. trivia, away, trivia prize
0: number three. So here we go. This is trivia prize number three, y'all are gonna fucking love this one. So I got this. Especially, I mean, this took some tracking down, but I fucking got it. We are giving away for our third film
2: for our third film
0: an autographed <laughs> poster of red state with kevin That's... smith ralph garman and michael parks
3: very cool very cool. that is awesome. not laser inscribed <laughs>
2: No, those are real. Those are real. Yes. I know. So this poster, we are giving
0: away this poster, an autographed poster. Kevin Smith, you can see Kevin Smith there on the side, right there. Michael Parks, right up beside him, and then Ralph Garman down there at the bottom. So we will be giving that away for this trivia question.
3: All right, everybody, get your Google Fo ready. I hope they're excited about it. I hope they, are. they should be excited. because I don't really get cool see the
0: to the reaction, you know, it's like holy shit. But I don't even know. Maybe they're like Kevin Smith Autograph, or who the fuck cares? It's, it's not a fucking Kevin? Friday the
2: thirteenth fucking box <laughs> set, but you know, it's close. You know.
0: <laughs>
3: all right. So here's your trivia question for this amazing prize. Oh Kevin? H- H- God H- damn it, H- shut correct. up, JL. I was
0: Saying hi to H Jasper e. He <laughs> says, Yep, morning, all Like, good to see you.
2: Hey, all what's right.
3: up? Morning. Continue. Johnny doesn't care about you, but we're glad you're here. Kevin Smith modeled Cooper and his congregation after what real-life fundamentalist group? Kevin Smith modeled Cooper and his congregation after what real-life fundamentalist group? Answer this in the side chat. Let's see what you got.
0: Who's going to be the third trivia winner? Third trivia winner of the third one.
3: Hi, H. Jasper E., I do care. I was just in the middle of my <laughs> trivia question when some <laughs> fucking asshole interrupted me. Some bearded fuck. Bearded <laughs> fuck.
0: <laughs>
3: Chris Turner, oh, oh here they go.
0: They're already in. Okay, that came in really, really fast. Who, who do we have first?
3: Uh, I think that was Tony.
2: I got Tony regime.
0: I got Tony regime. Yeah. Tony regime. I and let checked on the live chat on YouTube.
2: YouTube live chat. Oh, I want to double
0: check just to make
1: sure. Because it was
2: so <laughs> close. I got Tony on both.
1: Yep, old Fred Phillips.
3: Chris uh, Chris Durham, Music Channel says third trivia question answer Betty White in the Apothecary with John Holmes. Ha ha, you <laughs> thought I was going to say Tracy Lords again. Hashtag no foreign <laughs> <point laughs> reference this time.
0: <laughs> awesome. So, yes, that is Tony. That is Tony Regime.
3: Tony, regime, Tony boom. regime.
0: Got it. Boom. Westboro Baptist. That is who we were looking for. Yes. yes. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, Kevin Smith's based Cooper and the congregation off of Fred Phelps and the Westboro Baptist Church, but yeah, off of what real life fundamentalist group that is the Westboro Baptist Church. Congratulations, Tony Regime. Write your name down right quick, Tony, damn. Alpha
2: Tony. K91, so close. Yes,
0: I mean, it was right very there, tight. But we got a bunch of people who got close mm-hmm. on that one Tony Regime, yep. Alpha K91, and Charlie Welch is Westboro Baptist global Mom. Yep. And, and the George said, the Jehovah's. No, not the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> Sarcasm said, Phelps. Uh, Charlie Wilkes is yeah, you know, Christians in general. Just in general. <laughs> Charlie Welch said, Mormons.
3: Mormons. <laughs> also fair.
0: Uh, so congratulations to regime. You have won the Red State Autographed Poster with Kevin Smith, Ralph Garman, and mm-hmm. Michael Parks. Yo, rest in peace, Michael Parks. In Michigan, he passed away, uh, I think it was last year, didn't he? Was it last year or 2019?
3: Shit, I think it was 2019. I was gonna say 2019. I think it was two years ago
0: now. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, he was a bummer. Yeah, he was he was a legend. But yes, congratulations to the regime. I got your name down. We will get that out to you. Uh, double check. Just make sure, make sure I've got your most up to date shipping information. Uh, just to, just to be safe. So make sure you get if you've won a prize tonight or we've given you a bonus thing. That would be uh, Ryan. Uh, make sure you we, you get us your shipping details so we can get stuff to you. Ryan's mm-hmm. going to get something from the vault. I haven't yep. decided what to give him yet.
2: And don't forget, we got one more trivia question coming that up. That is true.
0: That's
1: one right. More. One more. Because
0: one more. One
3: more. we got yeah, one more movie gonna, to talk about. We have one more movie to talk about. JL, why don't you go ahead and uh, wrap this uh, awesome present up with our last movie.
0: Yes, I will. So, this last film we're talking about tonight for our season finale of season two came out September 25th, 2009. The film, the sci fi horror film Pandorum. So, directed by Christian Albert with a story by Travis Malloy and Christian Albert, starring Dennis Quaid, Ben Foster, Cam Gigandant, Ante Trout, Kung Lee, and Eddie Rouse. But Did this you say Chun Lee? I said Kung Lee.
3: Oh.
2: Did you say Congolingus?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was well, waiting for it. going to make a joke. So, yes, the story follows. Um, am actually make sure I because this is pretty simple. So the story follows a group of, I guess, uh, a planetary traveling ship. that's carrying the population from Earth to a, to a distant. Is it intergalactic. it like, uh, intergalactic? Yeah, an intergalactic ship carrying intergalactic. the last remnants of the human population <laughs> to another planet because Earth has been destroyed. And some point during oh, the so 2023,
2: mission, okay. Some it.
0: point during mm-hmm. the mission, Ben Foster's character wakes up and realizes things have gone horrifically wrong as the ship has been overrun by mutant cannibals, and there is a crazy man in control of the bridge, played by Dennis Quaid. So a very trippy and wild. Oh, uh, Travis Bressey's Michael Parks died in 2017. 2017, oh, dang, yeah. It's oh, a it was, wow. it's been that long. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Dang it. Dude, I but just read yeah. a book
2: that was that was actually very similar to this movie.
0: Sorry, go ahead. Serkaz, did this movie straight creep me the fuck out? It's... This is this was a good one, and I and I really really dug this one. I liked Pandora, despite the fact that it, it bombed at the box office. And the reason for that, I think, is because sci-fi is a risk. Sci-fi is, I think, is one of the riskiest genres.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, when you mix it, especially when you mix it with another element like the the mm-hmm. horror element.
1: Yeah, so, so with sci-fi, it can be – sci-fi itself, I wouldn't necessarily say it's risky. As sci-fi is really in right now in terms of one of the genres. But it's it comes with mixing it because you have to suspend your disbelief for sci-fi and then also suspend your disbelief for horror. And so sometimes it doesn't really meld very well in that. So if you take you take a movie, say, for Alien – Alien is a slasher in space – Right. So the space plays a huge part in the beginning of the movie, the sci-fi aspect of it. But once the xenomorph gets loose in the ship, it's a slasher. It could be anywhere.
3: Right. It's really is the is. setting at that time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just we're just on the ship and everything. You know, you're not you're not super focused on what's happening out in space and all this other kinds of stuff. And that's why Alien is successful in that right on it, but when you start bringing in too many too much scientific stuff too much um and then you're trying to get this little horror it can really kind of clash it's hard to balance that
3: absolutely and that's the thing with this film here the reason why that most people didn't like it is because they were trying to have they had to suspend disbelief on two different fronts on the science fiction portion and on the horror element of it and i think that kind of gets too much they distract they distract you from you know, from the, the good parts of each. Whereas, like you said, with, with alien, you know, it's easier because after they've established the fact that it's in space, that's no longer, we don't, we don't have to harp on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it really, it's no, what happens outside of the spaceship, nobody cares. There are a couple of elements in there that make the setting but that could, you know, you could have easily changed or altered some of those elements to been in a haunted house or, or not a haunted house, but a, an old house or, you know, uh, a prison or whatever, you know, what I mean, there were adaptable elements that didn't necessarily have to be in space. So that was easily, to, it was easy to acclimate to the setting. Whereas when you're doing a science fiction horror film that's heavy sci heavy sci-fi and heavy horror, like come on guys, pick one,
0: and it, and it went deep into it because it goes deep into. I mean, it's not just like one side, like oh, it's in space. That's one particular right. thing. You got it's, it goes into that. It goes into um uh you know scientific oh, the apocalypse of the planet. It goes into um, evolution. It goes. I mean. Very, very, I mean it, it, I would kind of dug the kind of accelerated evolution idea that taking humans and putting them on the planet and giving them an, an evolutionary accelerator that allowed them to adapt faster to the new environment. I thought that was kind of cool. That was kind of a cool concept. But they heaped a lot on the net then, then on top of that, the psychological effects of what they called Pandorum, which is like the deep space uh disorientation, you know, it was until you start like kind of seeing shit and everything. But you know, it's the effect of of no gravity what it has for an extended period of time on your on your body. And then so they heap all that onto it. And then in come the mutant cannibals or the the super, I guess, because some of the some of the passengers of the ship were let out and then evolved to the environment of the ship. Cause they had the hyper evolution agent inside of them. So they end up evolving to the ship as an environment, which made them all like fucking crazy and you know like yeah. weird shit and you know can see in the dark oh no it can, it, it, they operate by sound and you know it's and they're all cannibalistic and i like the concept but i did dig this one thing that stood out to me not everybody was american and that was cool it's because this would be a sampling of of people from all over the all people all over the planet so you're going to get popular doesn't they all so you had people you know part of that didn't speak english but they still had fun. like yeah i think the farmer yeah i think he spoke uh chinese was he chinese i can't remember what uh what language. i, I think it was. Right. but i remember that that and i did the concept of that it's like wow okay so you can have a group of survivors here that don't all communicate the same language but science being a universal language can, can, can uh, communicate that way which i thought was neat so just but a whole
1: bunch <laughs> of concepts so, a whole bunch dude, of math is universal is
2: I put a scene into my head where somebody was doing an experiment and they couldn't speak because there's a Russian an American and a Chinese guy. None of them fucking know the language. And some guy's about to put a chemical into a tube and the other guy's like, (laughs) Oh, but they can't tell him why. And And that's fucking,
0: but I think you're right. It's too much. There's, there's, I mean, it, it heaped it full. It was so heavy that I think it just put people off. If it had just been space and then there were monsters in space, that's one thing I think yeah. it, this one just went a little too heavy, but this is really for the the more hardcore sci-fi guys. If it, you really deep, if you love deep sci-fi, if you like shit like Black Mirror. Things Mm -hmm. that'll make you think that this is definitely a movie for you, but for mainstream audiences really. really You gotta be
2: able to connect the science with the horror. It's gotta be disconnected. Yeah. It's more like here's this scary thing, here's some other science stuff going on off on the side that really doesn't play into it. There, I mean there's stuff that does play into it, but they don't really go into it very deep. They don't connect it very well. It seems like
3: there's a piece missing from the story.
2: Right. And we had discussed Interstellar. Like, that was like a good good movie where they took real science and put it into a point where NASA was even like, okay, we can get behind this. It's close enough, you know, to actual experiments that we've done, actual data that we have that says that this could be a possibility. Mm -hmm. But then you get into this movie and it's kind of like gibberish, gibberish, gibberish science. And that's why this is like a thing. And you're like, okay. I have to kind of just be like yeah okay that's what's going on here and then you know i gotta pay attention to what's going on on the left which are these fucking you know mutants and hey, so hey, yeah there's a, there's a lot to think about whereas i would like to have focused on the mutants and why they were mutants and that's the fucking scary part and not have to think about
1: all the other shit that they're talking about over here mm-hmm. um yeah it's yeah. like they went it's like they should have picked one story or the other like they should have had pastors wake yeah, up and there's mutants right. on board and just deal with mutants
3: or yeah, or at least it, or, separate or them in a focus, way focus
0: that... focus on the fact that you know, you had great stuff going on with ben foster's backstory he, he had his wife he let you know was his wife with him on the ship did he leave her behind what was going on with that and then of course the pandorum fucking with each other that would have been fantastic with a great with a great twist at the end yeah, yeah just just, man, just, and then you are like you because that's what was fucking with them is that they yeah you know, I don't want to spoil it because Andrew George said he actually hasn't seen it yet. So, but yeah, there's a big okay. twist at the end. It's kind of like whoa, holy shit!
1: It's not so, bad. And it's not a bad <laughs> it's twist. twist. It's like it's, what it's the fuck? Not. You just you just play it. You just treat it as just a sci-fi movie. Right. Like that's, that's, that's it. It's and just these people running on the ship dude. and they're trying to figure out what's going on exactly.
0: They need to be able to tell you they can't tell the difference between, you know, mm-hmm. like what the, the effect that Pandorum is having on them and what is actually real. So and then of course, you know, these two you know, these two guys, you have know, Dennis Quaid and Ben Foster, would have been great. Then you can add in a couple other characters the the lack of ability to communicate because people speak different languages that would have played into the paranoia mm-hmm. and kind of uh, you know the, the delusion uh, or uh, the delusion of Pand- uh, what Pandora would do is like oh what are they plotting against me I don't understand what's going on right. math becomes the universal language this really highlights the science and then we're able to use this you know universal communication. and it could
3: still be a scary to, movie
0: and it can still be scary yeah.
3: You, know, you just, don't need yeah, the cannibals. To, there have to
0: be cannibalistic mutants that are in it, too. <laughs> right. We don't
3: need that. I think it was a, an unnecessary element to the story.
1: I think it, it reminds me a lot of Sunshine. Because you had some horror elements in the first like three quarters of the movie of just the environment. They're just trying to get this payload into the sun. And them just fighting to survive and accomplish their mission without the whole... Third, the third act where that one guy tries to go and kill everybody, and all, and all that kind it of stuff. It turned
0: into a slasher. When it, yeah, it, it turned into a slasher. We didn't need a slasher. It was a sci fi thriller. And I mean, the tension was palpable. It's great, great acting across the board. Killian Murphy, Chris Evans, Rose Byrne, uh, um, uh, Carrie, uh, I can't remember his last name, the, Jap- the Japanese, uh, pie, the, the captain.
1: Everybody oh, yeah, Rose hey, Byrne, Michelle Yeoh.
0: Yeah, even Michelle Yeoh. Even uh, Wong, Wong, Doctor Strange. That actor, he was in it. He was the uh, the engineer mm-hmm. who wound who wound up doing the mathematics wrong. Who do you know? Because he, he fucked he up so killed. much. Fun. And so he, I mean, it was fantastic. Then it turned around. Mark Strong's in, it, and then Mark Strong is the slasher at the end. It's like what? It could, that kind of spun off. But I loved it. You have know, the visuals and the tension were fantastic. But you got to focus on one thing. And I, I'm sure in the studio thought, ah, this needs this needs action up at the end. We need something. So yeah, oh, he's still alive. Pinbacker's right. alive. He's going to kill everyone. So kind of goofy on that respect.
2: Yeah, I guess it went mm-hmm. in three different ways, and it could have stuck to like the fourth one, way. Right,
0: You're stuck to one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> one of But, of course, you know, that's why sci-fi does work. There are things in sci-fi that scare you. I mean, there are things. Benedict Wong, thank you. Well, see, but that's
3: the thing about science fiction. Sci-fi is frightening in itself. Like, if you look at solid sci-fi films or solid sci-fi stories, uh, they're frightening in themselves. Like, we were talking about Clockwork Orange because we got to meet Malcolm
4: McDowell.
0: (laughs) I (laughs) think it's right. Wow, it isn't that often in a horror discussion you hear the cannibalistic mutants were unnecessary <laughs> <laughs>
3: true yeah, well, <laughs> so we were talking about Clockwork Orange and Clockwork Orange is very much a science fiction piece
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, that's frightening, especially when you're talking about that brainwashing scene that's I mean true. you didn't have to have. You know weird monsters and aliens all of a sudden show up to be scary i mean it was scary as it was as a science fiction piece
0: not ludwig von, you know I mean? no. Not Lud- <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: you know this music
0: <laughs> that was messed up yeah yeah
3: but, but yeah, yeah it was it's, it's, no the unknown-
0: it's the unknown it's because we're breaking into fields that are, you know are heretofore undiscovered and so busted into sub 2001 a space Odyssey, odyssey and the george said 2001 to space odyssey with you know the the if the computer has turned against you that yep. which is necessary for your survival has decided you no longer need to survive or you no longer necessary
3: or you, you are unnecessary you are a threat yeah. to
0: the you are a threat to the mission
3: right and so open the
0: bay and, doors now yeah. do that I can't do that Dave
3: and that's the theme that's carried throughout what, you
0: mean,
2: right? Alexa open the goddamn doors. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, Alex. Yeah, I got some upbeat music for your last moments. Yeah, yes,
3: sir. Yeah, hard enough time to get Alexa to do just the regular old things without trying to murder me, let alone. It's gonna be a
4: good, good night. (laughs) (laughs) Alexa, why don't you listen to me?
3: uh... Well, because John, girls just want to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and
0: ivy ivy get you correct sci-fi is scary i've been doing sci-fi conversations for over 30 years whether it's space because space is scary whether it's you know the abyss the bottom of the ocean whether it's yep. genetics whether it's aliens whether mm-hmm. it's technology the human about, condition you know, yep. um, and artificial intelligence transhumanism cloning whatever these are frontiers they're un. they're they're un. uh disc- oh, the unexplored frontiers and you when it's
3: undiscovered country, it's I okay. Almost, I almost, we did. won't, we won't <laughs> point out that it's a Star Trek movie. You
0: know. <laughs> I, I almost, I discovered country, but but these are unexplored frontiers, whether they're of the mind or they're of the body or they're of the environment. You know, it doesn't matter when you're using technology or using, you know, advances in science and understanding in order to go areas. You know, you, it, it's Ian Malcolm in your head. Your scientists were so busy, whether you know, concerned whether or not they should. They did whether or not they could. They didn't have to think that they should. Right. And that's another
3: science it. fiction film that was very scary.
0: Yes, that yeah, is A lot of people say Jurassic Park was a horror film. It is. I a mean, film.
3: yeah, you can you make that argument absolutely.
0: Yeah,
1: it's a monster film.
0: Tony yeah. Regime says, "I read an article that states that all genres are subsets of science fiction because sci-fi encompasses all times and technological levels and can take place anywhere in any universe."
3: You can't uh, make that argument.
0: You could. You uh, could. Uh, Although
3: I would say that westerns are generally westerns. Now you can have space westerns. Star
0: Wars. Oh fuck!
2: What was that one? Cowboys fireful versus fireful. aliens. Cowboys versus <laughs> Aliens. Cowboys versus <laughs> aliens. That was actually
0: that was actually surprisingly good movie. It was a good movie. <laughs> I, I went to the theaters. And was the like,
3: name wow, by is, itself. I was like, wait a minute. This
0: has got Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford. What the yeah. fuck It's <laughs> like? I, I guess I'll go and watch it. I was kind like. Holy shit! Damn, Craig's a fucking badass in this. <laughs> you're three
2: quarters of the film, and you're like,
0: I was really leaning in. Yeah. <laughs> What's so, gonna happen uh, next? Serkaz is. I want to disagree with the cannibals not being necessary, but can't possibly argue the point without huge spoilers. This is very true.
2: The only reason that those huge spoilers were a part of the movie was because they put those mutants in. They yeah. weren't necessarily necessary to the storyline.
0: Yeah. And uh, and George said, "There's also the existential fear in 2001. It gives a sense of meaninglessness, mm-hmm. a nihilistic dread. Very true. Yeah. And we yeah, I mean, hear
2: that word a lot recently, nihilistic."
0: And he says, "Want a real scare? Watch the first Star Trek. It will bore you to death." <laughs> <laughs> you are ta- talking about you know 45 minutes of shots of the Enterprise? Of the
1: Enterprise <laughs> yeah. and the one guy who's floating next yeah. to the Enterprise yeah. constantly, He's not even fucking doing anything. He's just yeah. floating.
3: <laughs> Gene Roddenberry was too up his ass about the science and the coolness of uh, oh wow, everyone's gonna see this. No, Gene, no, we don't.
1: No, if you did you forget you
3: cattled- Gene that we canceled Star Trek? <laughs> yeah.
1: Actually, if your final does. villain is Voyager,
0: <laughs> Tony you messed Rajin, up somewhere. Tony regime. There's a challenger. Chris Durham says, "Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants was
1: not sci-fi." <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I I can't I can't say everything is sci-fi because even fantasy the sci-fi has has a science fiction aspect and fantasy because fantasy is its own world. It doesn't have any it doesn't have to have any scientific scientific backing on right. it. All right. Well, I think it's trivia time.
3: Mm. Dun, dun, dun,
0: So how about a fourth trivia question? This is the last trivia question Wait, of before the you night. ask the
3: question, uh-huh. what are we giving away? For I will prize? show
0: you what we're giving away. This is what we're giving away. So this it's was a 12-inch um,
3: ding-dong. I'm especially, be very
0: Especially given this is courtesy of Displate. Sweet. The creators of Metal Posters is a metal poster of the primary cast of Pandorum. You got Ben Foster, Dennis Quaid in there. This thing looks magnificent. Love the colorization on this. It looks very fucking cool. So, yes, this will be our fourth prize is courtesy of display.com. The cast of Pandorum. So I'm really looking forward to giving this one. I hope you guys like this one. And here we go. Get those fingers ready. Give a moment. Tony,
3: I'm gonna challenge you on that (laughs) in a minute. The answer
2: is "Despacito" featuring Justin Bieber.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and here we go. The final trivia question for the season two finale of Week in Horror: "Pandorum" was co-produced by Paul W. S. Anderson, who directed what other cult favorite sci-fi horror film? We're
2: going to find Say it again. "Pandorum"
0: on was, co- was co-produced by Paul W. S. Anderson who directed what other cult favorite sci-fi horror film? First answer in the live chat wins the Dis, wins the Pandorum display. courtesy of Displate.com. Thank you, guys. We love you guys over there.
3: Is the answer Mortal Kombat?
0: No, well, no, mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. awesome so no. Cool. Oh, oh hack- shit. Oh,
2: shit. Coming hey, rollin in.
0: Rolling in, in, rollin in hot. Rolling in hot, I think. Um, I want to double check. I'm not going to announce it just yet. Because these came. up while, while
2: you're looking, uh, Charlie Welch just started Red Dead Two. It's
0: fucking amazing so far. Let me double check. I want to make sure we got it right. Uh, while
3: we're doing that, Chris Durham says fourth trivia answer: uh, Tracy Lords and Betty White in a shuttlecraft on no one of Alpha Centauri <laughs> on one of Alpha Centauri's M-class planets with a restaurant menu.
2: Is it the restaurant <laughs> at the end of the earth or at the end of the universe? Let me double
0: check. Let me double check. Okay. So I got to go to the live chat.
2: The earth was created and that was, <laughs> and how does that fucking line go? And the
3: Chris Richard,
0: yes. and generally thought um, of Travis Brown.
3: Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got Travis, Brown also. Travis Brown, Yeah.
0: Travis Brown coming in hot. That is two things he won on of the season finale tonight. Yes. yes, saving on shipping. Saving
3: on shipping is saving cool. On shipping. <laughs> Congratulations, is Travis thing.
0: Brown. That was Event Horizon. Event Horizon was the answer. Tony Regime, Charlie Welch, Circa, All of those came in like oh, what is that? Like seconds after the fact. Yep. Oh man, yes. And the Jordans checked three times. It's Travis Brown. Yes, it is Travis Brown.
4: <laughs>
0: uh,
3: we need to get that soundboard so Alex doesn't have to sound like
0: a... Mom says, it's Travis. I started typing and stopped because someone else got to it first. Damn it! <laughs> So congratulations. Travis Brown won two of the items that we are giving away tonight. So awesome. And thank you. So man, he said he's been here before, Willie. He, like he's he's been in the chat, but he's never like interacted with the chat. Yep. This is the first he, time he was, was like, auditing us. Yeah, there yep. you go. <laughs> I think I'll step in here, win all the fucking tribute prizes. No, I won't I'll
3: just <laughs> be like, hey guys, this is the answer. This is the answer. That's just send me the shit.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm I'm in your Discord reading your scripts. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Got them all. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we will get those shipped Probably out to you. So, Travis Brown, I saw that you, you sent us your shipping information. I'll get those sent out. Sarcasm and Tony Regime as well. And, of course, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Ryan. I can't Anance. read my own writing. Anonce. Uh, Anant. Ryan yep. Anonce. Ryan Anonce, Make sure you send us your shipping details. I'm going uh, to send you something from the Weekend Horror Vault. Send it to either WeekendHorror at gmail.com or hit us up on the Discord. And you'll see it there.
3: Um When he says vault, I know it makes everybody like Scrooge McDuck, but no, it's more like, like shoebox,
2: like Tiny Tin. Yeah. yeah, it really is. We <laughs> <Don't, that's, laughs>
0: got look. You no,
3: know, we have to distract him, we to make <laughs> him think that it's like a shoebox and not really like Scrooge McDuck.
0: All right, and let's see. Travis Brown says I want to thank Lloyd, Lloyd Crier. For making all this happen and of course Charles lloyd and charles charles does charles does charles does yes charles <laughs> does of texas Frightmare introducing uh for introducing us to because i think it was me and johnny that met travis out at um that met travis out at friday night Friday friedmare so yeah this was an absolute blast so thank you travis thank you for joining us i'm glad that you we enjoyed had Char-
2: it we had charles does on the show
0: Yes, we did. We did have yeah, Charles Yeah, yeah. We had Lloyd yeah, yeah. on one week and then Charles Boyd, on the next Yeah, we had
2: both week. of them on. Yeah. Right.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Ryan. Awesome. And that was the that was fucking amazing. Fantastic. Well, before we get out of here and we take this past year and put it back, and I and I literally I will take all of the episodes of Week in Horror and I will put them in a folder <laughs> called the season two folder. Yep. And start up season three. This is what we have. Oh so this is the moment. Final thoughts on season two, guys. Start with you, Alex. Final thoughts on season. It's
2: fucking two. terrible. Fuck all you guys. I'm out.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a hell of a ride, guys, and it's seriously like from from day one when we started this till going to Texas Frightmare Weekend, and not as like just fans, but looking for potential. You know, looking at our potential future was kind of really cool to not only, like, have, like, a goal to work towards, but something that's not, like, work-related or, you know, it's not necessary. This is something we did. We created this. We've done, like you were talking about independent labels earlier. We did this shit our fucking own. Everybody's had a hand in this. Jail has just killed it with all this Daily Splatter and the scripts. Eugene has killed it with nail gun. it's, it's That was what a big fucking... That was insane. I got to watch that shit firsthand. I had very little to do with this movie. I hope I can get in a lot more on the next one. But this one I had very little to do with. And just to watch you guys fucking knock this out of the park was insane. And they just showed it at Texas Frightmare Weekend. They sold 10,000 fucking tickets to that thing. That's like, that's the shit we used to go to as kids and fanboy about. Now that's, that's what we're doing. So I listen to podcasts sometimes and I'm like, man, our podcast is better than this one. And that was kind of like a, a big <laughs> thing that it was like we're You're actually in this.
4: Box. We're in this
2: circle or you see their numbers and it's like they've been out for four years and they've got a thousand followers on Facebook and you know, 150 people on their YouTube. And we've got double those numbers, you know, in our first two years. And I, from what I've learned, our numbers are higher than they should be. And that feels fucking good. So awesome. I'm looking forward to the next the next two years, the next two seasons, the two after Fantastic. that.
0: Fantastic. Johnny, final
2: thoughts. Season two. Huh? Two already. Right. He's like, wait, I've only been on... You guys did a season without me?
3: You guys <laughs> did season one without me?
2: <laughs> Fuck. Johnny, you know what's really crazy, too, is like we've all known each other. I've known JL for a long time because we work together. Mm-hmm. Eugene, we met on the show. Johnny, we had never met before Mm-mm. any of this. Mm-mm. But... Me and JL used to work with somebody that you used to be in a band with.
3: Yep. Yep.
2: Six yep. fucking degrees right there. That's some Kevin yeah. Bacon shit.
3: Yep. Six degrees. Kevin Bacon. I used
2: to work with a guy that Johnny was in a band with years and years and years ago. I mean, we're talking like six, seven years ago. 14, I no, think. No, yeah. yeah. I guess like, yeah. Whatever. I mean, fucking long time ago. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So you, I, went to, I, went to, I went to one of his concerts before I knew him. Six years before I knew him. So, yeah. <laughs> yep.
3: yep that's what i think i think uh season three will have a lot of uh a lot of new opportunities uh i hope to hear back from cj here in a couple hours so i'll let you know
0: but final thoughts on season two yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah that's,
3: that's my final thoughts that's on that's season final, two
0: uh, okay
1: final thoughts of these two or i'm looking forward to season three okay. yes <laughs> and eugene aggressive love it uh, I mean, ultimately, it was a success. When we started this podcast, we were like, "Well, oh, maybe it will lead to this and lead to this. And we're thinking five, seven years down the road. And now it's like two going on three. We're obviously way ahead of schedule how initially we planned it. And keep going. Maybe we hit our 10-year goals next year. in, in uh, oh, season
3: Whoa, three. slow down.
1: <laughs> no, hey, fuck that.
2: You got to put those Jinko jeans on, even if yeah. the three sizes too big. Just <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: As long so, as I get to
3: hide out in one of the pant legs. <laughs>
1: hell yeah. <laughs> you know, we're all going to hide out in one of the pant legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah, but that's, I mean, season two, it's been a success. It's awesome. And can't wait to see what happens for season three. Fuck yeah. This has been a hell of a ride. Oh, it's I been... see.
3: It was good enough for Eugene. But when I say it, I'm like, you're 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 stupid, Johnny. <laughs> yeah,
4: <'cause
0: those laughs> here, whatever. But yes, it has been a hell of a ride. Um, started this whole thing is kind of on a whim. You know, That's what my friend said. Yeah, my friend, my friend told me, Hey Jerry, uh hey JL, you like uh you like hearing yourself fucking talk. So why don't you start a podcast? So I started up a podcast. Here you go. And I thought it was going to be a hobby you know i met eugene on the 48-hour film festival back in dallas uh, i was a writer he was the dp and that we just hit it off and then alex of course i knew from way back when working at that soulless fucking job we
2: used to and, talk you know, shit about our managers together outside smoking cigarettes
0: there you go and then johnny of course introduced, yeah, introduced him via team skeptic who's a youtube creator and then we just kind of hit it off started doing content and then here we are here we are on this show we were you know doing this weekly show and a one of the best fucking audiences out there, but, you know, most dedicated people that you can possibly imagine the they are the best. They yeah, are, they are the best. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> but you know, the most dedicated showing up every single week to hear us talk about this stuff, to talk about the movies that we love and you know, the kind of behind-the-scenes stuff, allowing us to spread the knowledge that we have as filmmakers onto them and try you know, and try to entertain them as best we can. It has been an, an uproarious success, more than we thought, more than we anticipated. We're making fucking product now. I mean' we're, it's led to the the film that was a pipe dream we could we could make, we could lead this could lead to making movies that was a pipe dream a year ago and now here it is so holy fucking shit we didn't expect it but man we all are because here. Alex
3: Eugene and myself made you ask the uncomfortable mm-hmm. questions.
0: You gotta have someone around to challenge you. You do, yeah. I I I, I choose the people mm-hmm. who I surround myself with, people who will push me out of my comfort zone and make me do the shit that I wouldn't think I wouldn't expect to do. So it's so yes. like,
2: who who makes me the most uncomfortable in my life? I'm gonna spend oh, a lot of that's, fucking that's, time that's, with them.
0: That's Johnny O. Deeply uncomfortable,
1: but he's so, pushing you forward. Yeah, pushing
0: me forward always, always forward. Uh,
3: Always, no, never
0: backwards.
4: <laughs> Push
3: him in. Whoa, what? What?
0: Jesus so, man. yes, but it has been an amazing ride so far. I cannot wait to see what season three begin. If the, oh, if season three comes, it's going to be absolutely fucking fantastic. So, That's what you all yeah, said. Yeah. So, with Just that, with that, that will. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and with that, uh, we will bring season two of Week in Horror to an incredible close. Thank you all so much for listening and we truly hope that you enjoyed the show. Join us next week for the season three premiere when we will unveil our new cover artwork for season three, the new limited edition artwork shirt number four, special industry guest makeup effects artist, Haley McKiston will be joining us as we look back at the remake of We Are What We Are Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, and the original masterpiece, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, that's cute. Look at that. That's adorable.
3: <laughs> it's got to go. It's got to go down there. There go this way. There we go. I'm yeah, yeah. all,
0: all touching. Oh, to <laughs> yeah.
3: Push the yeah. mushroom heads together. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we have a fantastic uh, episode in store for you on our season three premiere. We would like to send a giant shout out to our amazing patrons, who without me would not be able to do this show. Thank you so much for helping us make it the success it has become. We love you all so much for it. And be sure to check out Joshua Olson's new store, www.badsamurai.store. Joshua does all of the amazing artwork for our limited edition t-shirts, and he has some amazing new designs that I'm sure you all will love. That is www.badsamurai.store. The link is in the description. Visit us at weekendhorror.net, where you can find links to all of our episodes, our bios, our merch store at Teespring, and, of course, enter your email at the website for a permanent entry to win a mystery horror shirt every single month courtesy of six shirts.com we love those guys for more horror entertainment be sure to check us out on facebook twitter and instagram social media followers get our daily splatter a little bit of horror info every day right to your feet you never know what new horrors you may discover subscribe to the channel and smash that bell like a zombie head for all the latest updates from the show we really hope you enjoyed this new live format that we've been doing for a year now so i'm gonna to have to stop saying that line and we'd <laughs> still love to get your feedback though so be sure to leave us a comment below and i'll hit that like button because the interactions help us with the dreaded algorithm <laughs>
3: he invented the internet <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and lastly if you guys truly love what we do here and you would like and are able to support the production you can through our patreon we have subscriber tiers as low as one dollar a month one dollar and bonus and exclusive content and horror films that we send you every month for the higher tiers however if you prefer you can support us through a one-time donation to our paypal all of those links links to everything including our discord community where you can find film recommendations, trailers for all the movies we talked about tonight, trivia games, horror watch parties, and even interact directly with us are in the description. Don't forget, join us after the show. In the Discord, we will be watching Phantasm 4 We'll be bringing that. So we're going to be finishing out the franchise. We've been watching Phantasm lately. Phantasm Four tonight after the show. And while this country is finally, well, we thought it was beginning to recover and things are getting a little bit fucking crazy out there again, And we know that things are getting really tight for a lot of our audience, always commenting, liking, and sharing the show with the fans and friends that you know that love horror is the best way to help us continue to grow. So thank you all so much for that. Thank you for being the greatest fucking audience that a podcast could have for the past two years. We love you all so much. I am JL.
1: And I'm Eugene. I'm Alex.
3: I'm that other fucking guy.
0: We will see you all next week for the beginning of a whole new season of terror. And as always, stay scared.